Hello, everybody. Welcome to comment section number 14, but this is not a regular episode of no, comment section. it is not. This is an episode where we're going to talk about the whole time about the movie Spider-Man Homecoming, which came out last July. Yes, and it's and gonna we're be, getting it now. It's going to be. Yeah, it's very, very topical right now. Only six months late. It's a full spoiler podcast. This is going to be all spoilers. So turn back now if you don't want spoilers. Turn back. I'm warning you right now. We're gonna do it. We're gonna we're gonna pull the spoiler trigger. You get better step back. Okay. Vulture is Liz's dad. So. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Vulture is Liz's dad. All right. So now that we're doing these uh, specials, which aren't going to happen for every movie. Just like movies that you feel are worthy of it. Just franchises where you're just like, yes. All right. So I had a question I thought I'd ask. All right. For every franchise like thing we do with this. So I've always wondered this, especially because you said Mm -hmm. your childhood was terrible and you never actually watched the (laughs) 90s Spider-Man animated series, Uh, which... On one hand, I feel sorry for you, yet on the other hand, I envy it's you all a there, little bit so. because it's all 65 of the episodes are available. Are available. You don't yeah. have to wait week <laughs> to week to week for the three-part uh, Alien Suit Venom story. Yeah, I didn't make it over it to was, those channels. It was often. such a big part of my youth, Yeah, <laughs> was that storyline, and yet you can see it for the first time, but that's not what this is about. Yeah. So now I am curious... What was your introduction to Spider-Man? I think uh, the first Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi Spider-Man. I think it was. I think it was that era, Spider-Man becoming a big marketed thing when the first Spider-Man movie was coming out, and I might have even started reading some of the comics before it came out. I feel like, but um, I that's really my first. So the movie is what got you into it. Yeah, into like that was my introduction to Spider-Man was Toby. Tobes, Toby. the Tobster. The original. Well, yeah. not the original. That's Nicholas uh, Hammond, but no one remembers him. Yeah. So. Yeah. Although I, I do like that Nicholas Hammond show. Most people don't. <laughs> it's not available on DVD. You have to, it's only available on YouTube. Yeah. But. So, yes. For my introduction for Spider-Man, it was, like I said earlier, the 90s animated series that aired on Fox Kids, which one of the biggest parts of my day was... Putting it on Channel 5, which is where, where our local Fox is on. And uh, Spider-Man in the afternoon. So that was a big part. And later the show had kind of like a half spin-off sequel called Spider-Man Unlimited. Right. And um, obviously, one of the I think one of the most hyped movies... Like, I remember the hype for the first Sam Raimi movie... Uh, so much like I remember TV spots Spider-Man was like everywhere during that time which was nice because I remember the show had been the cartoon had been done for a little bit and me not knowing that it was like an ongoing you know at the time 40 year thing thinking well yeah it was fun but I guess it's done (laughs) but no it was just the beginning and so yeah Spider-Man first superhero movie I ever saw in theaters Probably yours, too. Probably mine, too. And I remember the morning of watching the 90s cartoon, like, on ABC Family. That's how old we are. ABC Family. (laughs) And it was an episode with Morbius the Living Vampire. Just just to give you guys some reference. That's how vivid it was. (laughs) I think it was the season finale of season two, which would have been a rerun. 
the all the ones that during yeah during that time would have been a rerun. So one of the, it was so hyped, and remember for when we were in elementary, and you know there's always phases. So right now the Marvel Cinematic Universe is the big superhero franchise. Before that it was the Christopher Nolan Batman. But when we were in elementary and middle school, it was Spider-Man. That was yeah. the big <laughs> franchise. Like, yeah. we had X-Men 2 and Batman Begins. But, like, the one people were just like, oh, this is the one, was the Spider-Man trilogy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure every uh, young boy our age had a Spider-Man-themed birthday at that yes. time period. <laughs> were you ever Spider-Man for Halloween? I don't think so. I don't think so. I was always kind of uh, more abstract, like, you know, like what, royalty-free Halloween costume kind of things. Like, don't want to get stupid with the copyright. Just give me the yeah. candy. Yeah, I was, I was, I think my first Halloween costume ever was Woody, I think. For Toy Story? Yeah, I, um, but after, like, usually. So your I, first, ho so that would have made you two then. Um, I don't think if it, it was came right out, out Thanksgiving 95. I think it was a little older than that. I might have been, like, four or something but, oh okay um, like but yeah so spider-man also uh was the second comic i ever bought um the amazing spider-man volume 2 issue 31 from july 2001 but i'm assuming you don't remember what your first spider-man comic was uh my introduction was the like the fat like pack of the yes, first the was first, first 10, 10 plus yeah. amazing fantasy mm -hmm. 15 that and still to this day that is and also it being one of the first, one of my introductions to comic books, period. It is one of my favorite, like, comic book possessions I have. Yes. Because I just remember reading the, the first ten for the first time. And uh, it's amazing. So Yeah, reading those first ten is what made me go back and buy, like, back issues. Like, well, not back issues, because they're, like, thousands of dollars. But, like, old uh, Supermans and Batmans and The Flash and Justice League. So, Spider-Man was the first comic I started collecting. Kind of sounds like that was for you. Yeah. And Oh, and I, I you know what? We talked about it before. I remembered what that Batman comic series was that I thought was a Joker series. Yes, it was a Two-Face one. It was one. a Two-Face one. I, I don't... Maybe I mentioned it already. Yeah. But, yeah, it was called uh, Jacqueline Hyde or something. I was... I swear to you, I was almost going to bring it up when you were figuring it out. Like, I remember you bought this Two-Faced one. Yeah, I was. I, I remember it being Joker for some reason, but yeah, I was, I was wrong. So, Spider-Man was the first comic I started collecting. Um, can you want to talk about Marvel versus DC bias? Grocery store where I would buy comics on the spinner rack only had Marvel and Archie. <laughs> on, the, like, the top, they had, like, Spider-Man, Superman, Archie... <coughs> And I think, like, Mickey Mouse or something. But yeah. all it was was just Marvel and Archie. Yeah. So, um, also, as you mentioned earlier, I played a lot of time the video game of the movie. Yeah. On the PlayStation 2. And also, maybe you played this too. I don't know. I also would play the, the like, the re-release of the 2000 game on the computer. That during the time of the movie they released in cereal boxes. Oh, remember yeah. that? I, I haven't pl I haven't played it, but I, I remember I do I remember <laughs> what it is. So yes, all right, and you know we'll do, we're gonna drag this out this intro a little bit because this is gonna be a controversial episode. So right. <laughs> yes, right. So um, this is part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So real quick. Without saying, like, Spider-Man, what are your 
what was your introduction to like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and how do you feel about it? And when so you're saying far? the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you're talking about like what starting Iron Man? Yeah, um, starting with Iron <clears throat> Man. So we're not counting the X Men movies or Sam Raimi Spider Man. Well, uh, yeah, I saw I know I, I saw Iron Man in theaters, and remember th- and and remember thinking it was good, and um, it took a while and many many releases of Marvel Cinematic Universe films for me to start going like I like the considering myself a fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe I was mostly just going as a casual like this looks like a good movie so it took a while um trying to think if I can think of it probably was more around the like 2012 2013 sort of period of Marvel films when I started uh being more of a proper fan of it so it took a while but yeah more like it more like avengers to guardians of the galaxy like era that was probably when i started actually um <clears throat> properly wanting to go see each one but um i still haven't seen the captain <laughs> america ones. oh um, shame on you although i i i resub I, I to netflix and i noticed civil war is just staring yes. me at it and so yeah it's yeah. So, I remember when they announced that they were going to do an Iron Man movie. I was just like, "Why? That's going to fail." They're really scraping at the bottom of the barrel now. Yeah. Not knowing what was going to happen, I didn't plan on seeing Iron Man in theaters because I'll be honest, I kind of think Iron Man's kind of a an interesting character. But then I heard about how the movie was good, so I went to see the movie. And the first Iron Man movie is a great movie. Yeah. Um, even though I'm not. The biggest fan of Iron Man, like comics or whatever, the movie is still great. I mean, some don't some people kind of almost consider it like the best superhero film. Some people, some people do. I, I don't think. I so, think but. Iron Man and the Dark Knight, I think, are the highest rated ones at ninety four percent, and Wonder Woman. I think those three share it. So, uh, I, although I was excited for the Incredible Hulk movie, where we were going to see a Hulk movie that didn't suck. <laughs> where he didn't fight the stupid poodles. <laughs> and um, for most of Marvel movies, I'm a big fan of them, especially the Captain America movies. <laughs> uh, those are my favorite ones. And a lot of people were wondering, when that first Avengers movie came out, so many people were wondering, is, why isn't Spider-Man there? Right. So I didn't <clears throat> think Spider-Man should be in the first Avengers movie because... I. Spider-Man is not a founding member of the Avengers, so yeah. he shouldn't be there until uh, until the third one. And it kind of worked out that way. That he, yeah. <laughs> I mean, technically, Civil War is technically an Avengers 3. Yeah. But, so, what were your thoughts? I'll just say before, I was I always thought it would be cool to have Spider-Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but I was always worried because Marvel, I think the thing that makes Marvel movies so great is that these aren't guaranteed franchise hits. Like, every every Marvel movie from Iron Man to the Avengers to Guardians of the Galaxy to Ant-Man, people are always just like, is this going to be the one that finally fails? So it forces yeah. them to create great movies. And I always wor- was worried that if they were, like, going to take, like, a lesser-known character, but they had the rights to Spider-Man, they would kind of just throw something together knowing it would make money. Yeah. And I also don't know if we would have as many... Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, solo movies if they could just rely on Spider-Man, the X-Men. So I think it, it worked out better that he wasn't there for the first eight years. Yeah. 
But what were your thoughts on... Did you ever think you were going to see Spider-Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? And what were your thoughts on when they announced it in February 2015? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so, um, I think... I mean, I, I've, I've always known that, like... Uh, like, I've known that uh, Spider-Man was owned by Sony and that that's, um, that was an obstacle with having Spider-Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. And I, uh, I always don't understand, uh, like, corporate and uh, property of uh, intellectual property mumbo-jumbo, so I just figured that... Uh, I figured that it, I just wasn't expecting it. I was just like, it's, uh, it's not going to happen. Uh, but not that I thought it was completely unbelievable when it did but i was i was surprised i, I was like oh i guess that th th they can be uh forgiving <laughs> and allow them to use uh their precious ip um yeah i, I remember uh seeing spidey in that trailer for the movie that i still haven't seen and uh which it, i will yeah. once again say is my favorite mcu movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like the cream of the crop. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean, one yeah, day, you uh, yeah. I don't have much. I don't have much else to so, say about that. I never thought we were going to get Spider-Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and as I just said, I was more than fine with that. But what happened was kind of a few circumstances that happened. So I bought the the Blu-ray for the Amazing Spider-Man two, and they had like a little disc. I mean, not a little disc, a DVD that was a bonus feature that said that was setting up a Sinister Six movie. Because remember when they were doing the Amazing Spider-Man franchise, they're talking about doing a Sinister Six movie and a Solo Venom movie. Yeah, I remember that. So I watched, I just watched it just while I was doing something, and then the alarm bells started going off. Of oh my god, they are showing things they shouldn't be showing. And it's, they clearly don't have a plan for what they're going to do. Like, the Amazing Spider-Man franchise, it had one goal with the first one. And then once the Avengers happened, the goal shifted into creating a cinematic universe, even though they only have one franchise. So, there was that. And I was just like, oh boy, he, uh, I don't know. I think this franchise <laughs> is kind of dead. And then they delayed Amazing Spider-Man 3 from 2016 to 2018. So that's a four-year gap. Just like how they delayed Spider-Man 4 from uh, 2010 to 2011. And I was just like, I, I kind of think history's repeating itself. Yeah. So I was a little <laughs> worried. Of like, oh, I don't want Marvel to have the full rights to Spider-Man because I think it hurts both Spider-Man and uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And then they also announced around that time that they were going to do a Civil War movie. And I was so excited because Civil War is one of my favorite comics. And I was excited, but I was just like, it's too bad Spider-Man's not going to be in there. Because boy, would that be <laughs> yeah. so much even better. Because Spidey has like a pretty big role in the movie. But I was like, well, we're going to get Black Panther. By the way, Black Panther looks so good. Um, that's my next. I'm really excited. It's coming but this soon. But is, this is Spider-Man. Yeah. So, I was just like, well, it'd be cool. But then, in February 2015, we heard the news that Marvel Studios and Sony had made the deal to where they were going to share they were gonna share Spider-Man and they were going to reboot him into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which I thought was, like, the best way to do it. Because 
Marvel got to play with it, but at the same time, you still had Sony had final say to where they couldn't just throw something together. They're just like, hey, guys, this is your, the oh, this is our franchise. You make sure you do it right. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I loved having that they were working together on it. And then <clears throat> Spider-Man, never thought this would happen. Spider-Man was in Civil War, and I thought he was the highlight of the movie. I thought they did a really great job. It felt like a combination uh, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man and the Mark Webb one just kind of splashed together while kind of also doing their own thing. I thought it was a perfect adaption of the character. And I was so excited because Marvel's done such a great job with their lesser-known characters. And now they had their most famous one. Absolutely. So now we're going to get into our review of the latest Spider-Man Of movie. Spider-Man Homecoming. Now... Probably should say this up front. Some people are going to get mad. Yeah, th- well, I th- could, <laughs> there's probably not going to be a more controversial episode that we've ever done, except for maybe the other ones where we talked about the same thing. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, uh, here's the thing. You you all know I, I don't like Spider-Man Homecoming. That's almost an understatement to say I don't like it. But, um, in fact, I was almost going to... I remember when we talked about doing this, and I was only... I was only we were almost going to play a game called Convince Me to Like Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. And we did a little mini version yeah. on the last episode. Because I, because I do like it. Is and I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I heard what you said. And you made it worse. You somehow made it worse. Yeah, uh, like the things I said in that in about that podcast. when you said you had one reason about um, why why I said convince me why I should like this movie, and you said one reason, and it made it worse. I remember saying <laughs> that it kind of is more of a comedy than a well, you movie. said um, it's probably best to look at not as a Spider-Man movie and more of a comedy. Um, I think, I, I think it's more like I, it's like a different style of superhero movie than like, it's stylistically very different. Anyway, I started thinking about, I'm just like, you know what? This really isn't a Spider-Man movie. Nothing about this is Spider-Man. <laughs> so it takes a lot to you break see, someone actually, even more. Okay. I, I know we probably want to mostly get on topic, but I actually do have, typically that's kind of, I understand when fans get kind of like irked when something's like, this isn't a Spider-Man movie, but I feel like a similar thing as a lot of people with the new Star Wars, which I loved, but is the most divided Star Wars ever. Um, a lot of people say, this isn't a Star Wars movie. Remember when people wanted Ryan Johnson to direct episode nine? Yeah, that was funny. Oh, the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> remember uh, when people were just like... But he's getting when... his whole own trilogy now, which I'm excited uh, for. But Oh, yeah. Really? That, yeah. But I mean, it did well. We, it's about Spider Man. <laughs> yes. Let's go. <get> <laughs> um, Remember when the Phantom Menace was the most? Ha- oh, I mean, I, I mean, Attack of the Clones was the most hated Star Wars movie. You know, I think it's still the most disliked. We can talk about it if yes. we're on a Star Wars episode. Well, well one day but, we'll um, get there. And you think people don't like this one? <laughs> oh, I can. <laughs> I, I shudder. I feel the dark side. I feel your anger rising. Hey, I, I I like putting out positive opinions more. Po- I like putting out positive opinions towards things that are disliked more than the opposite. So that's why in the episode 15 that's coming after this, that I will like that one more than this one. <laughs> so, but um, 
but yeah, I, I want to talk about uh, Spider Spider Man Homecoming. So, so let's just start with this real quick. And you know what? We can all okay. I'll get to that in a second. I feel like the, I should say something. Now I don't like Spider Man Homecoming. Spoiler alert! Welcome to the show. <laughs> but when I say well, I'm a when I give my opinion about the movie, it's not to change anyone's opinion. I don't if. This movie had to exist. I'm glad there are people who like it. And I'm not going to try and change anyone's opinion. Um, if you like it, that's awesome. I mean, it's just one person's opinion. So that's, that's, that's the great thing about talking about art. Is that it? no one is right. Well, I mean, no one, not everybody's wrong. Everyone is right if you say what your opinion is on a movie. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not going to change. It's just my opinion. The only yeah. people whose opinions don't matter are the people who only like it or dislike it because it says Marvel Studios. Right. <laughs> if you're just like, um, this is the best Spider-Man yeah. ever. Well, why? Because it says Marvel Studios on the logo. <laughs> okay, compared to the Sony ones? Yes, because it was said <laughs> Sony at the beginning. So that makes it evil. That's true. Then your opinion, no. then your opinion means nothing. Just like if, if you're a DC fanboy and just like, this sucks because it has the Marvel logo. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, did I ever tell you? We're getting to there, guys. I remember going to see Batman vs. Superman, and they played the Civil War trailer. Yeah. Because obviously they're going after the same audience. Yeah. And there was a guy who was so offended <laughs> that they would show a Marvel trailer during this He's... precious DC movie. He yeah. was just like, what? Oh! And when Spider-Man showed up on screen... The biggest one, he was so mad. <laughs> why can't people just like things? Seriously. You can, anyway, you why can do you have your no, war yeah. about Marvel versus DC, yet I can have a double feature yeah. of Civil War and Crisis on Earth X. I watched it. Oh, my God. It was so good. <laughs> Uh, that's like the crossover of like Arrow and Flash and Supergirl and all those. Oh my God, it was. <laughs> I would just say if that had been what was in theaters, I would say give Marvel back the X Men Fantastic Four. We are perfectly fine. Yeah, <laughs> but it wasn't. Yeah. So um, yep. I figured what we could do is an unwanted answers tradition. If Flip do you coin. have your divided into points? I have mine. I have mine in order into points, but they're they're kind of out of order. But yeah, they are. So I felt points. like we could. You do one. I do one. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say yeah. So as tradition in, I guess apparently both of our podcasts now. Yes. But it's at, in at its heart, it's from our podcast, Unwanted Answers. Yes. Um, we're gonna here's flip the penny, even from the pilot. The pilot. Oh wait, guys, Unwanted Answers is not canceled. A lot of stuff has been coming up. So yeah. there will be a next. This, show, this show is often more pressing, although there are people waiting. <laughs> yes, for our answers and unwanted answers. All right, so let's flip the coin. And as I'm, always, I'm always tails. Yes. All right, so here we go. Here we go. <laughs> it's falling to the ground. It's oh. heads. It's, <laughs> All right, heads. All right. I so will go first. You read your first point. Okay. We took notes. When, when did you take notes? Because I took my Last notes night. immediately. I saw it. I only saw Spider-Man Homecoming for the first time in November, a few months after it came out, and um, I took my notes immediately after seeing it. So they're like fresh notes, and then I think I might have added some things in preparation for the podcast. So I basically, 
I had to just rely on my memory because I figured life is too short to watch this movie again. <laughs> so I went, I read the article on Wikipedia, which jogged my memory. Yeah. And I watched a few clips on YouTube. All right. So what's your first point? So I had mine divide and why I liked and why I disliked. So that's what I don't have, but <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, go. I have it where the few things I liked, the few things. All right. Our first. All right, we'll start with the positive. So we'll start with the positive. Don't get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so when you can look at this compared to previous Spider-Man movies, we had two perfect actors to play Spider-Man. Yeah. We had Tobey Maguire and we had Andrew Garfield. And they were so perfect in the role. And Tom Holland, I felt, continued that tradition. Tom Holland, I think, is such a great Spider-Man. He felt it felt like um, the few times the comedy worked in the movie, which wasn't a lot. It felt <laughs> like he did a good job playing that, and it also felt like he did a good job playing the dramatic moments. Very few in this movie, but the one, the standout scene for me is when Peter. Goes is in the house with uh, Liz, and he sees her. He realizes who his dad, who her dad is, and like the mom is all getting ready, like taking pictures and all that. And just like I, I felt like that was. I mean, a lot of people talk about the car scene, but for me, that scene was like the standout moment. Yeah. So, yeah, and you, I'll you can say what you feel about Tom Holland second, but. I just feel like I gotta say this. And I'm so tired of hearing this. I'm so tired of hearing about how, um, why Tom Holland's great. Because he looks like a high schooler. Well, that has nothing to do with his performance. So right. I, I almost feel like that's a little disservice. It's just like, yes, we get it. He looks like a high schooler. Are you <laughs> saying Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield were bad because they didn't look like high schoolers? No, he he gave a great performance. I'm just... I, I hear people say that. I'm so sick of that stupid explanation. I feel I, like it's I, a disservice to him. I actually, I do agree that that's a stupid explanation, but I do think that they did a better job of portraying high school than the other Spider-Mans. But we can get into that more. Like, I mean, they did a better job at making it feel like it's actually some kids instead of adults playing kids. Well... Maybe like elementary school kids, but yeah, high. Oh, I mean, as I'm getting super old at 24, I'm not. I'm obviously not that old, but having high school, uh, I mean, you know, it's not like high school kids. Like they're high school kids. Well, they have pretty juvenile humor, but high school kids have pretty juvenile humor. But um, not yeah, like it doesn't. It doesn't. I can get how it wouldn't necessarily translate well into a movie. Like sometimes, uh. Sometimes I actually disagree with being overly realistic in movies. Like, sometimes, like, if there's dialogue in a movie when someone's like, well, no one would actually say something like that in real life. But it's like, I suspend my disbelief for certain dialogue. So I could understand if you think that um, it doesn't translate well into a Spider-Man movie. I mean, but like, I do it, feel it like they act more like nerdy high schoolers. Joke. I feel like... Uh, maybe because it was, I felt it was too jokey. Yeah. Like, uh, like the gym teacher, kind of just like, "Hey, come back." Yeah, I like I um he's actually uh Hannibal Burris, who's the gym teacher, is actually like my favorite stand-up comedian of all time. So I'm a little biased towards him <laughs> because of that. I'm not saying it was a bad performance. Um, to me, it felt like a cameo performance because he kind of is almost like he's kind of 
playing an exaggerated form of himself in it. So I feel like there were only two bad performances in the movie, and I'll get to that later. But I feel like most of the problems like about being unfunny, I feel like most of the problems are from the script, not the performances. Right. I feel it's a garbage script. <laughs> so did you say your thoughts on Tom Holland's performance? Uh, I think his performance was basically the best part about the movie, I think. Yes. And um, I think I like him more than Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man, and he's... I, I'd have to think... I, I don't... I think I, I like I like Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man the best, I think. There's definitely some nostalgia fueling that. I would have to think about it more to say which Spider-Man I truly love the most, but, like, he... Put himself in the ranks. He's a great Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I can say he's my favorite, just... And look, he's in, in my yeah. opinion, a terrible movie, but... <laughs> um, I feel... I almost feel like you can't rank... I, I can't rank the Spider-Man actors. I think they're all... Uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to, but I was just trying to exaggerate how well I think he did. And I felt like he elevated the scenes that he was in, and I almost feel like the movie could somehow... I know it may not seem possible, but somehow it'd been worse if they if he wasn't Spider Man. Like if they had gotten, I feel like his performance made the movie better because yeah. of how great an actor he was. Where if you gotten even like a little guy who's even a little bit not as good would have fell flat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was definitely uh, yeah. I could see how if you if you don't like the script, the the, the performances were actually very good in. Um, and yeah, I think that they were. I do, even though I don't mind. I could, um, yeah, I think that the I don't love the script or anything. It, it, I just think the performances were really the movie to me. So, yeah, is that all do you, about do you Tom Holland? Yeah. So, the first thing I wrote here. So, is this kind of like a random order? It is a bit. Okay. Um, I, I just kind of it was my first reactions bulleted. So. Oh, um, by the way, if yours is, like, a really short thing, then you can combine them. Oh, okay. Well, I have, um... Like, if you have, like, a short I, ba I basically wrote that I liked that he didn't use the suit. Uh, the, I like that he didn't use the suit in the third act. Like, he didn't just miraculously get it back at the end. Um, well, he does get it back at the end. Uh, what I mean is, uh, during the actual climactic oh, scene. Oh, yeah. Um, That's, I feel like... The third act for me is, like, the best part of the movie. And part of it is because of Vulture. And, I like, the biggest part is because he's just a normal Spider-Man suit. Yeah, so I mean, I think basically uh, that was my initial reaction. But I think more in-depth what I thought was really good. Um, and we'll probably get into this more. And I think it's another bullet on here. But I didn't care for, and I think you really didn't care for, the talking suit. Yes. Uh, and um, while I, I didn't care for it. The subversion of it made it up for me personally. Like the fact that he they introduced this crazy technology that he was trying to rely on, it backfired against him, and then at the end, uh, it was taken away. And I thought like the entire like lesson of the movie uh, was that he can that he uh, he didn't need his suit to to be a hero. Like it's the it's the most famous line. From this movie, probably when I when Iron Man says, uh, "If uh, you're nothing without the suit, then you shouldn't have it," 
and he actually solved and he he saved the day by with not having the suit thereby i think earning the suit but i do see how it's a little cheap that he does get the suit in the end yeah but um in a way i feel like he earned the suit like although it would be really cool to see a future spider-man movie where he just has to be spider-man like you know not not having a high-tech suit but I, I liked that a lot. I liked that they actually followed through there. They actually made a, a very, very satisfying third act. Uh, and that was part of the reason that part was so satisfying. Um, I think that's all I really had to say about that. It, um, I've, as far as my first point goes, is that, and I think in general you can say, the third act was probably the best part of it yeah the third act by far was my favorite part um i thought act two was like the worst starting with the washington dc stuff finishing with the fairy i i the, so for me the third act was like oh it finally feels like spider-man and then it got undone it felt like we we're building this arc how he doesn't need the suit and then it's less like it didn't matter in the end because he still gets the iron man suit and you know he's going to use Karen again. And you know he's going to probably... I don't know if they will. I mean... I would have... It's, it's it, a little... It would have been better... If, they I, might do it mildly. I don't I think, think they would do it I think it would have been better if they had, like... Dis, if you had seen it was disabled. Yeah. But I feel like they're going to do it because they want cheap laughs again. Yeah, come to think of it, I, uh, I bet that... I think I could see them doing it again, but I bet that they would use it sparingly because... I mean, hopefully they would use it sparingly because it it was a plot point in this movie. It's not going to be a plot point in other movies. I want to think like you do. <laughs> I want to, but I don't. Th I think it's going to be super robotic again. Plus, we see and we'll talk about Avengers: Infinity War, but we see like he'll have an even more Iron Man suit in the yeah. next movie. So it kind of felt like. Wasn't that one of the most negatively reacted things in the movie, though? Uh, so maybe they yeah. will listen. Even yeah. fans who uh, liked the movie or loved it didn't like the suit. I mean, some people were just like, this is a way for him to have his interior monologue like in the comics. And it's just like, well, Tony McGuire had that. You just have it over his face. Yeah. <laughs> just don't... Yeah. I felt I hated the suit with a passion. Which we'll get the thing I have to like... say is that, like, I actually did kind of like the, like, I didn't mind necessarily, you probably completely disagree with this, but I didn't necessarily mind, like, the dialogue or, like, the, what, the internal monologue that was be that was happening, but I did dislike the plot point. That was the part I disliked, was, why is, are they using an entire chunk of this movie to have Spider-Man talk to a robot suit? I felt like it was just done... To be funny, like, like, uh, the kill, uh, what was it, kill mode? Like, Peter, you want me to activate kill mode? Like, it felt like it was just for jokes. I, I mean, part of, I, I think that they were trying to make him, like, realize that he can't rely on a high-tech suit and that, uh, like, or that he's in over his head and that he doesn't know everything. Yeah, that um, felt like the arc, but then it gets like, what was the point if he's gonna yeah, have it again? I think it went on too long was my biggest complaint like if they could have showed that he the suit he, he he was in over his head in the suit um and the 
the suit was backfire on, backfiring on him because he didn't know how to use it. They could have done that much shorter. Um, but yeah, you, you can move on to your point. Uh, All right. So when we found out that the Vulture was going to be the villain, I'll be honest, I was a little disappointed because <laughs> remember Vulture from the comics? <laughs> yeah. He's not one of the most exciting villains. But yeah. I was like, okay, I'll go with it. Mm-hmm. Then they cast Michael Keaton as the Vulture. And on one hand, I was like, okay, great actor. On the other hand, I was like, I'm a little worried I'll see him as Batman. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought he did a great job playing the character. And he did such a good job that when I see him, I don't think of Batman. Yeah. Which, which was such a great... Shows how great of an actor Michael Keaton is, is that I don't think of him as a, from another role. Like, you know, there's some actors who you who play the same role over and over and over. But yeah. this showed how great he was. And I think that this villain is uh, one of the best performances by for a villain and just in general, one of the best villains in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as a whole. Yeah, I, I think... Uh, and I'll, I'll add to this, and... Uh, I am I'm pretty sick of just super CGI'd villains, um, or just uh, like fighting a giant CGI monster and or villains like that. Where I like a character villain, like I like a villain that seem like that's really the kind of villain I like. And I, that's one reason I like the like I like the Joker because like as theoretically, just like if I hear like for example, if there's gonna be a new Batman movie. And the villain is like, just say it's completely everything's rebooted, just for this hypothetical. And I hear well, that the it's vil- not going to be hypothetical. Soon. Yeah, I know, I know, but I just just for for my argument, like if I hear there's going to be a new Batman movie and I hear the villain's going to be a Joker, I'm like, he's not going to be a CGI'd mess. It's going to have to be a great actor who's great at acting as a great character. And uh, I mean, even though with the Vulture, you got the big wings and he's flying through the air. For the most part, he has to be a guy who is the vulture. Like, I mean, that he's the villain, and he's he's a guy. Like, he has to act that. So I prefer that type of villain vastly over the very, very over-the-top villains, uh, the mess of sci-fi and CGI um, that a lot of superhero movies have now. Um so yeah, I, I I liked the cho- all the choices about the villain in this. Also, I, unlike kind of like some other villains, Vulture had some really good motivation. Yeah, for being a villain, he it was like the, I hear this a lot, so it's a cliche. But the best kind of villain is one who doesn't think they're a villain. Yeah, that's yeah, absolutely, and because that's basically what is real. <laughs> that, that's, yeah, that's basically um, if there's a real person in real life who you would describe as a villain. They don't think they're a villain. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, one... I did find it a little ironic how they caught... The writers talked about how they wanted this movie to be so different. This is, I think, a good thing. Also, I liked how they made uh, Vulture Liz's dad. Yeah. I felt like that even made him like a more interesting thing is because he wants to... Um, he has a more of a connection to Peter. Yeah. But I did find it a little ironic how they keep on talking about, the writers talk about, this Spider-Man is going to be so different. We don't want to be anything like previous Spider-Man movies, yet the villain is someone's dad. 
Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> right. Daddy issues in the Spider-Man <laughs> universe. Um, I don't know if this is uh, if the, if I don't know if this is one segment where you thought the comedy worked, but I personally really liked the awkward car ride. It was almost like like office type of very awkward don't know what to do humor um where you know that where uh uh vulture was driving i didn't find that humorous i felt like dramatic tension right then but i thought i again i only saw it once but i off the top of my head apparently i'm remembering that there was like awkward tension that it it felt a little like the way that spider-man was responding was a little like awkward humor he i we view that was, so differently i don't know maybe that is I how view strongly it as one of the most tense moments in the movie i mean yeah it was tense i i think things this is kind of one reason why i'm so accepting of humor is because i think things can be tense and funny at the same time without distracting from each other okay but i, I don't know i think i i think maybe i <laughs> that's how geared i was to thinking it was like i was watching a comedy because. yeah I, that's so differently i'm just like like peter is like terrified like oh my god this guy and i really it was really cool to see at him kind of piece together how he was spider-man yeah like i know there's some people who thought that was kind of like a little too easy but it did make sense about how he was able to figure it out uh yeah 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 um I just I remembered something f- funny just about my first viewing that um I just remembered that I was like kind of complaining about in my head and I almost wrote as a note but I it was so stupid because I was watching it on my laptop and I have um and I have this thing on my laptop where when it's late at night um it the screen dims and turns kind of <laughs> orangey like very orange to like ease your eyes um so it doesn't hurt your eyes at night. And I forgot to turn it off when I was watching the movie. And the whole, why is it so orange? I was like, "What? Is, why is everything? So, is the whole thing at like an orange sunset?" You you find like, out Thanos is like this queen of supernova yeah, around the earth. Yeah, was, the whole time I was it, now it's nighttime and it's still super orange. Like I found out in like the last twenty minutes or something. <laughs> Did you hear that? Remember how Tommy was so. For the disaster artist, he talked about one of his one complaints was because <laughs> the lighting. of the light. It turned out it was because he was wearing <laughs> the sunglasses. Oh man, yeah. I still need to see the disaster artist. Yeah, I want. I want to. I want to see it again. I borderline <laughs> want to read the book to see if there's any uh, uh, other funny stuff. So crazy, but anyway. Um, That's pretty much why I had. Oh, the I, for some reason I thought that was my point, but I didn't even <laughs> say my point. Um. Um. Okay, I, I here I found a negative this might, for my next one. Oh. Uh, the very beginning, uh, the slow intro leading, uh, the the filmed by Peter segment uh, on like the fake iPhone segment, to me was probably the worst part of the entire movie, <laughs> and uh, the least fun. I guess that's really all I had to say was that, and um. Honestly, we'll, we'll get to it, but it was my least favorite part of Justice League, too. I just don't get, like, the very weak trying to connect, like, look, the superheroes, they're just, they're just, like, uh, like, they're around smartphones, too. I don't know, like, 
Uh, I feel like technology, like technology that we use, like in our world, should be used sparingly and not just to try and vaguely connect it to our world. So I, I, I thought that that was really stupid, and I wish that that movies would avoid have like having that kind of con- vague connection to our world. I, I don't know. And it was yeah, it was the is the least humorous scene and i was glad that it got better from there to me but so i liked how it called back civil war and we kind of saw more what peter did during civil war because civil war i think is the best mcu movie which i will say multiple times yeah so for all those people who are just like you dc loving marvel hater go ahead and bear yourself son but um i liked how it called back and I haven't seen Civil War, so, so I don't know the But callback. I hated how it was Peter filming it. Yeah. It felt <laughs> like, once again, it was just done to be funny. Like, why are you talking that voice? Oh, because it's fun. <laughs> yeah. And then, I'm just like, dude, secret identity. Like, someone could find that and upload that to the internet. Like, yeah. for a guy who was just so concerned about secret identity, anyone can find that stupid tape. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, well, it's probably phone. Although, it did look a little... The little square man look old. I don't. I, I have no idea. Anyway, they, that is such a unimportant detail about if it I was mean, a tape or on the phone. I'm. I mean, I'm pretty sure they were trying to make it like, oh, he's recording on his smartphone, but they probably, you know, they didn't actually record it on a smartphone, so they probably, I don't know. But yeah, I, I, I mean, seriously, he, for a guy who was so protective over cigarette identity, especially from his aunt May, who for some reason he call, can't call aunt. Um, for someone so protective over that, he is just like, here is a way to blackmail you, Peter. So, logically, that did not make any sense at all. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, to me, it got better from there, though, so. <laughs> but, yeah, that, I don't have much to say about that. It was just a little point, so. So, I have two, because one thing is real small. Um, one of the things people always look forward to in Marvel movies is Stan Lee cameo. And I thought that uh, the Stan Lee cameo was great. One of the few funny moments in the movie. Don't make me come down there, you punk. So that was fun to see. Um, yeah, that was basically all I had. Did you yeah, have anything to say about cameos? cameo? Uh, that's interesting because my next point was also about smaller roles. Because, um, yeah, I loved the... Uh, the <clears throat> I really loved the um, Captain America uh, segments. The, the, the tape... From the gym teacher. Captain America was my favorite character in the movie, which is reversed (laughs) from Civil War. Yeah. So, and by the way, the best Marvel post-credits scene ever. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, But yeah, and then, like, I I also, again, I said I was very biased because he's, like, my favorite stand-up comedian, but I love Hannibal Burris as the the gym teacher, um, the very deadpan gym teacher. It just as a minor character, and then um, Donald Glover's character, was, Aaron Davis, yeah, was one of the. To me, that was one of the funnier scenes, p- partly because I think Donald Glover is very funny. But I don't remember the movie. The very scene well. with the voice changer. I don't think that's the one. Um, he was in two scenes, right? One of them. Uh, um, I. He, I know he's in at least two. I don't. Did, what happened there, during the trunk scene? 
The trunk scene. The trunk scene. This thing when Donald webs Glover... him to the car? Yeah. It was the voice changer. I don't remember a voice changer. Remember? Oh, right, right, right. Oh, yeah, he my made his God, voice. That was so stupid. He made his voice all low. That That's was right. so <laughs> stupid. I see. I wrote that I liked that scene, but I didn't remember what the scene was. Oh my god! <laughs> Do you uh, know who he is? Uh, no. He's Miles Morales' uncle. Oh. So when he says, "I have a nephew here." Oh, okay. No, I did. When I watched it, I caught that. I was like, "Oh, that must be Miles." Okay. Yeah, you did catch that actually. I I probably should have. Uh, a little refreshed. heartbroken that that means that Miles and Peter are in the same universe, so then we can't get Spider Men. But maybe that means that they'll introduce Miles in. I I don't even know if they would they introduce Miles in. That's a topic yeah. for a whole nother thing. Oh yeah, and I also had on here. This is something that you ruined for me. But I, I wrote that I actually, <laughs> I ruined for I you. I wrote I, I I could see someone not liking her, but I liked the MJ character, and um, part of the reason was because I thought like it was actually like oh she was MJ, but then you kind of said she actually wasn't like. Should, it was just should a we get weird... into this now? The MJ thing. Sure. Okay, so I hated Michelle. Didn't think she was funny at all. Thought she was one of the bad performances from the movie. Uh, it felt, once again, just being funny. She could have easily been cut out. Okay, so the MJ reference. Yeah. Does not mean that she's Mary Jane Watson. Uh, I, I have a bunch of things. She's not Mary Jane Watson. Kevin Feige has said in an interview, this is his quote, okay? So I'm not making this up. This is exactly what he said. In setting up, this will be a very different thing. She's not Mary Jane Watson. That's not who the character is. But giving her the initials that remind you of that dynamic certainly is intriguing about what could go forward. So it means she's not Mary Jane so, and it'd be weird, like, why would she suddenly change her name from Michelle to Mary Jane unless she's in the Witness Protection Program? Yeah, I, and, I, I didn't get it at all once you told me that. And while this is a stupid gag, it shows that in the Marvel <clears throat> Cinematic Universe, well, it, it looks like it's pointing to Mary Jane Watson doesn't exist. Yeah. One of the most important characters in the Spider-Man franchise doesn't even exist. I'm okay with them retconning. No, no, it's <laughs> stupid. It is so stupid. No, I mean, like, I mean, I'm like, I'm okay with them just going like, okay, here's a different person. They're Mary Jane now. Oh, like, yeah. I'm okay with them just forgetting that. Well, maybe that. they could always say Mary Jane is a stage name. Mm-hmm. But I doubt it. Because <laughs> they said specifically it's not supposed to be Mary Jane. And it kind of makes me worry that the movies are going to do what the comics have done the last 10 years. As I said... Marvel Comics now are completely terrible. It's why their sales are the worst in 15 years. Even Marvel Cinematic Universe fans will be like, yeah, the comic, the comics are crap. Uh, although they do have a new editor-in-chief, so maybe they can redeem it. But they've one of the things Marvel doesn't want is they don't want Peter with Mary Jane because they feel it makes Peter too old. And instead of being smart and rebooting, because we had, you know, what was it, 40 years of character development... Where Peter went from high schooler to married and being like a teacher as old high school. Instead of <clears throat> continuing that character development, they decide we're going to undo the marriage. We're going to turn Peter into a pathetic 20-year-old man-child who doesn't ever grow up. <laughs> it's stupid. It's why I don't read the terrible comics anymore. Oh, Spider-Man was great. Spider-Man 2, I finished. It was so good. Um, but unfortunately, the writer's leaving for DC. <laughs> so, um, it, I felt it was such a terrible way to spit on 
one of the most important characters in the Spider-Man franchise. Yeah. She doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, another thing that kind of helps me to enjoy things, I think, is I kind of don't believe in, like, the sanctity of characters that much. I, I just kind of like to look at everything as its own, like, unique I feel like if you want to do it, go make a, a, a movie about a new character. But when you are given the keys, it is your job to stay true. You can have your vision, but you have to stay true to the root and core of the character. If you're not going to do it, you shouldn't be making a movie in this franchise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can, I can see, I can see that. I often just like to see, like experimentation. But yeah, like I said, I did think that this particular choice was dumb, and I, I was kind of surprised when you told me. But um, yeah, I guess uh, you can get into your next following point all right so usually when i watch a solo movie i want it to be as standalone as possible yeah like let's say there was a batman movie and a dc cinematic universe that's not failing (laughs) (laughs) i don't want the flash or cyborg to show up in the movie i want it to be as standalone as possible but for this movie because people have been waiting at the time well civil war between iron man civil War, people win eight years well, I mean, never mind. As I say that, that doesn't make... People have been waiting since the first Avengers movie for Spider-Man to be with these other characters. So, it does make sense to kind of, like, a little incentive. Here's another extra crossover for this first movie. Yeah. So, I felt that they did a great job with Iron Man. And I felt like, of all the characters, could Peter could interact... Peter could have mentor him. Iron Man is one that made the most sense. Like, it kind of reminded me of the Ultimate Spider-Man comics, which apparently this is movies based on, although I don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> because the Ultimate Spider-Man comics are great. Yeah. And I felt it had a great balance of not having too much Iron Man and not having too little. It felt yeah. like the perfect amount. It's interesting. My next point was the exact same thing. And so. I didn't think about this until now. I like how Iron Man didn't show up in the climax. Yeah, the, actually, you know, that's funny. My basically my exact um, next point was exactly the same thing. I expected Iron Man to be in it more, and I was okay with the amount he was in it. Um, I, uh, w- when hearing about this movie, that was like my immediate like complaint, I guess, about it is I, I want a Spider-Man movie. I don't need all these crossovers and everything. I can just have a Spider-Man movie, but it turned out to be uh, maybe perhaps even one of the better things about the movie, um, except for the beginning segment. But um, a lot of times when Iron Man showed up, there was a lot better dialogue and <clears throat> more the more serious moments almost. Well, I'm mostly just thinking of the, the, the more famous scene around the middle uh, when he uh, actually does show up in the suit. Uh, but... Um, yeah, and that he didn't show up at the end. It, it adds into my satisfaction with the ending, with how at the end, I kept expecting something to happen, like he'd get the suit back somehow, or Iron Man would swoop in, swoop in to save the day, and it would just feel like, then what was the whole lesson? And I actually, I expected that to happen so much, and it didn't. So I was really satisfied that they didn't. like Because, espe- like... Especially if it's a, a solo movie, the to me the point is kind of to um, see that hero save the day. 
So if they're saving the day with the help from another hero, it, it feels more like a crossover movie than a solo movie. So that, yeah. was, that was satisfying. I liked it, but I don't like hearing about how in the next Spider-Man movie they'll have probably another Avenger in there. I, uh, yeah, I, I don't... I'm not begging for crossovers. I'd love if they like, just stuck... Like, for a standalone movie, I want it to be as standalone as possible. Like, here's what... If they want to, like, put in little Easter eggs... Like, here, one example from uh, the DC television universe is that mostly they're as standalone as possible. Like, you have yeah. your yearly crossover, but, like, it's different if, like, there was a scene in, like, the Flash TV show where uh, they're at, like, a waiting room and they see, like, Oliver Queen on the cover of a magazine. That, that's different, like, if you had, like, Tony Stark, like, on a magazine yeah, cover. But yeah. I don't want, like, the movie... I don't want Captain America or someone having Iron Man drawing uh, Spider-Man 2. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I'd I, like it to be Solo, a Spider-Man story. Yeah, I mean, these superhero... I mean, a lot of the, the cool uh, aspects of... Uh, superhero movies is that it's this one special person uh in a like being able to help everybody and i also feel like of all the marvel characters spider-man is the one that doesn't need yeah other characters <laughs> yeah like he yeah and that's what i'm really hope i'm hoping that this movie is a good setup for an even better movie uh and yeah, I, I hope so. I hope it feels like a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man movie, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, uh, I mean, since Who that, went last? since I kind of had the same point, I guess you can re you can go to another one. All right. So here's a little bit, a little quick comic book reference. We see the Tinkers in this movie. You know the the Tinker. Uh, yeah, yeah. He and the Vulture first appeared in an Amazing Spider-Man issue two. Like, oh. remember Vulture had the first story, and then uh, Tinker had the second oh, story? Yeah. Yeah. That was a little bit quick thing. Now, remember how positive I was? <laughs> Gone! It's over! It's funny Ugh. because this hasn't been that positive. <laughs> <laughs> well, you thought, roll up your sleeves, kids. It's going to get rough. <laughs> so, what I didn't like. The script is absolute garbage. It is a horrible script. It clearly has no idea of who the character is and is painfully stupid with un and unfunny with childish juvenile humor. It felt like the the main writers who kind of like developed the plot, uh, Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly, who also wrote and directed that horrible vacation movie that starred Ed Helms. Have you had the displeasure seeing that movie? What's, what is it called? Do you know what it's called? Vacation? Uh, oh, that movie. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, consider yourself lucky. It is <laughs> really bad, and I think that those two writers deserve the most blame for why, in my opinion, this movie is so terrible. Um, I don't understand how Marvel can literally do a great job adapting every other character except for their most famous one. Like, seriously, you look at Iron Man, Captain America, Hulk, Thor, all of them. They all stay true to who the character is, but the one they can't is Spider-Man. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know why. Um, so, yeah, my my first negative thing is the script is absolutely horrible. It, it's garbage. It's This script, with a script like this, the movie was doomed to be terrible. So, thoughts on the script? <laughs> um, I didn't have very... Like, I... 
I don't want to say like, oh, I found it so funny. Like, oh, it, it's so genius humor. <laughs> like, I don't think that at all. It's not but a it Greg wasn't, Daniels. It wasn't offensively. Yeah, nothing is a Greg Daniels <laughs> comedy strip. No, um, uh, it wasn't offensively bad to me. Like, I just I didn't come out of it and think like, geez, the dialogue like in the script was just awful. Like that just didn't uh, exactly uh, resonate with me. For me, I felt the the humor was so childish. Like, if you're, it felt like the humor was for people age ten and under. That's just how I felt. Yeah, I mean, uh, sometimes y- you do have to consider that sometimes they are writing for children, though. S- still, I yeah. mean, yeah, the kids from it who are clearly what what grade are they in? Uh, in that they're in like sixth grade. So they were more clever and. That, I mean, that was a script written for adults, though. But still, you didn't, like, dumb it down because they were kids. You can still write it for adults that make it, pull a Pixar, make it for everyone, but appropriate for kids to also see. Yeah, I mean, uh, you're you're not, again, you're not uh, exactly saying anything I disagree with because it's hard for me to disagree with the It script being better. (laughs) <laughs> because, because remind people what well, your favorite movie of 2017 was uh the script of it was my favorite yeah. movie because that's the Just best part about it, it. <laughs> yes and you read the book it is actually my favorite comedy of 2017 <laughs> as well but yeah i read i read the book um, oh i remember you said another stephen king was your favorite did you ever read the oh, book for that the gerald's game that was in my top 10 too i haven't i haven't read that book <clears throat> do you ever plan to or I might. I'm starting to try and uh, plow through some Stephen King books since I just discovered that there is a, a movie I like based on one of his books. I've only read two so far, though, the other one being Carrie. Are, are they long? Like you said, it um, was a thousand pages. Carrie isn't, and I know that Gerald's game I don't believe is either, but it is very long. <laughs> like, even just amongst books in general, it is, like, one of the longest books. Isn't it, like, a thousand about 1200 or something <laughs> wow it's it's crazy it took me a month and i i read it a lot during that month um yeah that's a great script yes so, so you hated the script i, of I think i the script there was no way to go but down oh <laughs> uh, yeah um if i want to have a little bit of hope those two i think are confirmed not to come back uh, for the sequel. Oh, the same people who wrote that script? Okay. Who did, like, the main story, so... Yeah. You want a little hope. I'd like to see a... I think they were going for kind of a style of a... They tried to make this super high school movie, and even the, the, the poster, he's wearing a Letterman jacket. Like, they were clearly trying to go for this super high school thing, and maybe you think they completely failed and wrote really... St- like they failed at making high schoolers or something. I felt like they made like at best two schoolers. Too juvenile of yeah. high schoolers. They were fresh weren't they freshmen? No, they're sophomores. Okay. Big difference. No, <laughs> no, but I think um, it's supposed to be like a, the trilogy would culminate okay. with his graduation. Okay. Uh yeah, maybe they'll I, I would hope so too. Hopefully they'll do a little bit more mature humor. But uh, again, like they it's the audience is a question because as much as the fact that they well there I, is a big adult Iron audience, Man that, and Avengers were not as stupid as this movie right 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 um, but yeah I guess I guess what I was gonna say is that I don't I can't imagine 
I hope they don't go for the same style for a next movie. Um, even though I didn't mind this style, I, I, would, I mostly just because I'd like to see something different. Um, but I do think that that's what they were going for and why it seems kind of juvenile is because they were trying to really hammer in the high school. Um, which I thought they did a decent job at because of maybe I have a lower opinion of high schoolers <laughs> than you. Just like, go ahead, tell high schoolers how much you hate them. <laughs> no, um, I, I, um, I, if I was a fantastic high schooler, I wouldn't have you. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm not that narcissistic. We can move on. Um, I don't really have many other. Oh my points. god. Like well <laughs> well the reason why is because you already covered a lot of my same points. Yeah. Um so there isn't much else to, for me to say. Um oh my gosh, let me see if I can pick out something else that I said at all. I mean, um, I have like some that are repeat that you said, but some of my notes are kind of jogging my memory okay. a little bit. Um I generally thought like forget the dialogue of the, the of these and like but the the actual way the the choices during the action sequences i thought were very exciting like they kind of like they could be annoying with the the, the suit stuff but the are you tr- talking about the washington monument or the fairy i think with both of those scene well all of the action se- sequences like the very heavy action sequences I thought they made very exciting. Like, if you're just looking at it from what was happening in the action standpoint and not him communicating with a suit or something. But, um, I mean, I found, like, the fairy splitting down the middle and him having to, like, try desperately try and reconnect it back together was kind of an exciting moment. Um, I, the, the fact that the suit did so much took me out of it. Like, I couldn't true. enjoy it. I was just like, what are we doing? Like, what, what are you, Why? Why is this suit doing everything? He he did have a an enormous struggle figuring out like he had to battle against it almost. Well, I I couldn't like get into it. Like I was like it would it took me out. So I wasn't thinking like, what is Spider Man gonna save him? I was like, what are we doing, guys? Oh oh, that's true. But like I mean, I was kind of I was kind of into like like oh god, he has this suit he can't figure out on now he has to save the day and he can't even figure out the stupid suit like it, it's kind of an ec- extra tension to it um which i didn't which i mean which i guess i i liked but i guess i wasn't taken out of it and i was mostly just thinking of the action sequences as, as it was coming i mean i also thought it was during the washington monument scene i thought it was uh like when he was trying to bash through the window um that was exciting I don't know. That's that's really my final point. Really, is that I thought the action sequences were successfully exciting. So we talked a lot about the suit, the the Iron Man type suit. Yeah. The thing I hate the most about this movie, and there are a lot, although the comedy is like so close, but yet the suit is the biggest thing. So in this movie, um. It took away who Spider-Man is. Spider-Man is not supposed to have x-ray vision or electrical web shooters or a voice changer or a stupid voice in his head telling him what he was supposed to do. Not only did it 
not only was it not Spider-Man, but it made him less interesting. And like when you look at like the Spider-Man franchise, part of the fun of the, of the character is having him figuring out things on his own and not just relying on a computer. And once again, I've said so many times, it felt like we were building this arc of you don't need the robot suit, and yet it just the having him at the end kind of makes it feel like a waste. Yeah, and and I uh, I kind of agree with that, but I guess. I can also, I am also able to look at it as, like, the ride, like, getting there was, I guess I'm kind of ignoring the end. Like, I don't want to think about <laughs> you that. You just want to edit it I, out. I want to, I, I would, I actually, that was my second least favorite part. The beginning and the end. <laughs> if I, we would chop those out, it would be, You want to like, be like Michael in the office where you have that breakfast sandwich. You just want to take out the top and the bottom yeah. and say, hey, look, it's healthy. <laughs> uh, and less carbs. Yes. Um, but, uh. Yeah, if we chopped those out, the movie would be better to me. But um, I, I um, so there was one, there was a comment I had while you were saying it that I forgot. Um, the suit, uh, like I said, uh, okay, this that's what I was gonna say. Um, it's very hard to do, but I've tried to train myself to look at n- new, like new things as a proper new thing and not to go this isn't what spider-man is supposed to be spider-man isn't supposed to have a high-tech suit spider-man shouldn't be messing with a high-tech suit and so i kind of was like there is a genuine tension that they presented of him being excited to have this super cool high-tech suit as someone maybe would that's relatable um but he it's he's in way over his head like he can't figure the stupid thing out and um even though i feel like it went on way too long and i almost wish the suit would have been taken away sooner or something and so he would have to deal with being a hero without it i thought it was very satisfying the way they subverted the suit and then they uh <laughs> they gave they him went that. back but <laughs> I, I, I'll probably say it a lot, but I feel like when you're given the keys to a franchise, you can do your own take, but you have to stay to the root and core of the character. Yeah. Like, had you just done this movie and about new... If you wanted to do a story like this and create a new character, then it just would have been a bad movie. But now it's a bad Spider-Man movie. Yeah, but again, here's something. Again, I'll have to chop off the end to even make this argument, but... I would say the core of the character that they kept is that Spider-Man is most concerned with helping his neighborhood. I disagree in this film. Uh, that, that that isn't what he's doing? Yep. Well, he is at the Washington Monument at one point, so... Well, <laughs> yeah, you're right. He, he abandoned his neighborhood. Like, guys, I'm out here. I'm going to the big time. <laughs> uh, they, I mean, yeah, at the end... I mean... He was so concerned with, like, uh, he was being denied the allowance to, you know, he no one was helping him with this neighborhood problem because the Avengers felt they had bigger problems, right? That was kind of the idea. Or they didn't believe him or something. I don't um, know why the Avengers are broken up right now, so. Yeah, but yeah, he kept calling them for help, though, right? So I, I don't know. I don't yeah. But, um, so... Then he had to deal with it himself. He had to be the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man and 
like he felt like his neighborhood was in danger and he had to. I felt like all he cared about was being an Avenger. Even once he saves and he's just like, hey guys, can I be an Avenger? Like that's that was but his main goal. Ch- chunk the end back on for a second. Isn't that kind of what was subverted then at the end? Well, it's a little he, bit like character he, growth. he's taking his first steps. Yeah, it's a it's a whole movie to have the first step of character growth. Which I don't think is an entirely bad thing. Um, I mean, I think they were trying to show that. That he only cares... He wants to be an Avenger so bad. But he had to learn that, you know, there's something more important than that. Still, it was a little bit like, yeah, great power, great responsibility. I want to be an Avenger! So much of the fact that it made it look like he gave up being Spider-Man once it was, like the Avengers thing was kind of denied to him. When Stark took the suit away. Yeah, um... That's... What wonderful responsibility <laughs> such great power. Uncle Ben would he probably, lovingly turn I mean, over he, in his grave. He probably really felt like he was useless without the suit. Like, he probably really... You have spider powers! Yeah, I know, but that, then at, that, at the end, he, uh... But he, we see in the in the Civil War, he was doing stuff even without the suit. There was no reason for him to just be like... I'm done, guys. <laughs> it was a fun ride, fun, fun uh, eight months, but yeah, gotta give it up. <laughs> yeah, I should probably uh, see Civil War so I can see how Spider-Man is portrayed in that. I I still wonder how you would have. Fe- I th- feel like they ruined so much potential from Civil War because s- I have such different reactions to what is supposed to be the same character, but I feel they are completely different. Yeah. Um, this was my first, uh, Spider-Man experience since, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2, I believe, so. Um, and personally, I prefer this to that, so I came, uh, I came out of it. Uh, As I, I think this is the worst Spider-Man movie. <laughs> like, even object, I think it's a, I think it's a horrible made movie. Um, I don't think that there, like, there are some, like, objective things in movie critique that, uh, you can kind of point at. Uh, later, like I would say, big ones are like lighting, cinematography, and editing. And I wouldn't say any of those are bad. I don't know about those things very well to critique them, but uh, I do notice some terrible editing sometimes. Or um, one thing I notice a lot, which I, I I love to look for, is bad ADR. You know, when they uh, have to mouth over later. Yeah. I, I love noticing terrible <laughs> ADR because after taking. Uh, uh, audio uh, production classes, I notice it. it. It sticks out so much to me now, and it, it makes me laugh. And I didn't notice any bad ADR, but of course he has his mouth covered, yeah. so it's easy. But. Although you can always look at the chin. and Yeah. <laughs> so are you a lot of points? Um, I'm basically, I don't, yeah, you, we could, my points were so basic, I guess, that you already covered we had a lot of the same points. Well, guys, this review just turned into a rant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's another thing. So I decided to punish myself and try to rewatch a little, rewatch this movie yesterday, and I got a half hour into it where I decided life is too short to watch <laughs> this movie. <laughs> another thing that goes against uh, the Spider-Man franchise. Is how Peter doesn't want, doesn't care about school at all, and only wants to be an Avenger. And a total un-Peter Parker thing is to have him think about dropping out of school just because he's like, well, I'll eventually be an Avenger. And 
you know, when you look at the Spider-Man fran franchise with all the stuff that goes on in Peter's life, school and specifically science is a way for him to escape like his problems. And eventually he's able to like use it with his Spider-Man in Spider-Man figuring out like uh, different gadgets or like figuring out what to do. Like, um, I think maybe if he had thought about it, he could have cracked the window in the washing mind the first time. If he'd actually, like, oh, look at the direction, diameter, do do do. But what do you think about the very un-Peter Parker-like thing about how he just, like, yep, I want to drop out of school. Like, he even tells that guy who was who wants to get with Aunt May, one of the many. <laughs> that was so unfunny. Um, I thought George Costanza was going to come up at one time. You know, I actually do have to say, I really hate humor that is like, oh, someone's attractive and the joke is that someone's hitting on them. Like, I think that is one of the stupidest types of humor. And I especially feel that way because I, uh, if we, if we end up doing a, a, you know how you had worst movies you've seen? Yeah. Uh, I have one this year already, <laughs> which was, uh, Wait, 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 we are only... 12 days in 2018. <laughs> I saw I saw a movie Let us know. that um and I I previously said that I never had a movie that I felt like I disliked <laughs> when I saw. It wasn't this like This was in theaters. Yeah, it wasn't like the worst movie ever, but it was uh, Insidious the Last Key, the fourth Insidious I movie. I think I saw a TV commercials yeah, and, for it. Uh it was one of the only times where I was actually like the comedy is not working in this. <laughs> it was so And the thing was that you I would say that was the worst part about it, really, was how bad the comedy was in it. I didn't think it was an absolutely abysmal movie, but I wanted it to end. Um, but the humor was so bad because it was they used the same joke over and over. It was like the only humor in the entire movie was someone was attractive and they were hitting on her. And it was just, that's not funny. Like, the, she's like, I'm not interested in you and you're hitting on me. It, it's not funny. Like I don't, and so I can I almost understand your dislike for that part of the humor now more. So, um, what did you think about Peter wanting to drop out of high school? Um, very un-Peter Parker like thing, at least in my opinion. Uh, yeah, that mostly uh, delves into my uh, my forgiveness for people to change characters a bit. Um. I probably, if I was more hardcore into the comics and stuff, maybe I would uh, feel it more. Okay. But <laughs> yeah. wonderful role model for kids. Oh, it's now. <laughs> it's sad that most of my I I really can't convince you to like this movie because for me it's you made just, it worse. For me, it's just you are making it worse <laughs> and showing this is not Spider Man. Why do I give this piece of crap a chance? I I would still argue that um, they are trying to show like the purpose of the suit is for him to realize that he needs to be a uh that it's important to help the neighborhood and be a hero not just because he wants to be in the in the avengers and the character development of that is the spider-man i almost feel like it's going a little bit too much of the man of steel superman route where it's like eventually he'll become the character like you shouldn't start out that way he should start being the character it would have been one thing if this had been, like, the second movie or something. But the fact that this is your introduction to solo Spider-Man, I felt that was such a bad decision. Yeah, I can see that. But I don't think that this is nearly as far of a departure from the character as that super, Superman. So, like, I, I find... I feel like be... they're both 
equal. I feel like they're both two sides of the same coin of just like how not to do those characters. Yeah, yeah. So, as I said, I felt the movie was way too jokey, unlike, say, the first Iron Man, the Avengers, or the Captain America trilogy. I didn't think any of it was funny. And for me, Spider-Man works best when it's a drama with comedy. And I hate this recent trend of how they flip it to where it is so jokey. It's almost like Spider-Man becomes a cartoon character. And like a specific scene that always stands out to me is how when the Vulture is going to go... and Well, for the final battle, instead of web-swinging... Spider-Man just has to steal Flash's car. And, you know, it was just done to be funny because, hey, look, I can't drive. And then you can have dialogue with uh, the horrible Ned character being like, do, 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 look at me, I'm looking at porn. And it was just so, just like, what? It would have been so cool. It's almost like Superman flying. Why would you not show him web swinging? Like, the only reason is just because they want to be funny because, look, Spider-Man's young and he can't drive yet. Yeah, true. Um, see, the thing is, I think that humor is very important. That I would be even worth... To me, it would be even worth sacrificing plot points for comedy. Because... But... No. <laughs> if it doesn't work, like it doesn't to you, I can see how that would completely topple over on itself. So, uh, we've talked about Aunt May so much... Um, I, I hate Ant-Man. I thought of all the characters, he was the worst adapted. And Ant-Man has always been the heart of the Spider-Man franchise. Someone that Peter could turn to whenever he needed, like, advice or help. And instead, they turned her into comedy relief. It felt like they really dumbed her down. And to constantly be funny, they had every guy flirt with her, even though Uncle Ben has been dead for eight months. Uh, which is a weird. So, um, it never felt like she ever gave Peter any advice during the movie. Like, there's that time where after Peter loses a Stark internship, she just, like, pats him on the back or whatever. But she never gives him any advice or whatever. Like, look at... And having Aunt May find out that he's Spider-Man at the end was done in such a stupid and such a dumb way. Like, when you look at the previous Spider-Man movies, when the audience kind of figures out that she uh, she knows he's Spider-Man, it's um, what I consider the best monologue ever in a superhero movie, where she talks about how um, there's a hero in everyone, sometimes a hero has to give up the thing they want the most. And then even, like, in Spider-Man 3, after kind of, you know, the incident with Mary Jane, she goes, talks to Peter, and talks about how, you know, he's a good person, and he'll do what he can to make it right. And the Amazing Spider-Man 2, we, we, I mean, it's more obvious that she knows that he's Spider-Man. And after the death of Gwen, it is that, you know, she knows that Peter kind of stopped being Spider-Man. She kind of, like, gives him this little thing about how she's putting Uncle Ben's things away. And she's putting them where they belong and that he'll always be with her. And that kind of inspires Peter to be Spider-Man again. And now... Is just what the bleep? Like, come on, guys. Seriously, you could have had such an iconic and powerful, dramatic moment, beautiful, and you'd limit to a stupid gag because you're such horrible writers. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's definitely it's definitely not like that part 
he's going to win any uh, writing awards. Uh, but uh, um, and we're not we're not going to see it expanded upon because we have Infinity War in between, so it's not like it can cut right True. between. It's just so wasted. Yeah, so they kind of uh, had to have their iconic Aunt May moment in this movie if they're going to have it. Uh, since it's the first one, so so I can get that. I I definitely it did feel a little to me like almost like some like Aunt May stuff must have gotten cut somewhere. Like oh, did it you seemed hear like there should have been more. Did you hear about what they were gonna do? If you thought this couldn't get any worse, Aunt May was gonna be accidentally inappropriate. We're accidentally saying about how she has a ton of guys come over and what she did. Or you're, like, you're just saying that that was, like, another scene? That was in the script. That was supposed to happen oh. throughout the movie. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I mean... It could... Uh, just knowing that could have been think, that much I, worse. I think that's I think that's just on par. I don't think that's uh Even worse. though her husband's only been dead for a short amount of time. Hey, you know, it's... it's You know, you, you don't have to pay... You, do weird you don't have to pay for grief counseling that way. I, I guess so. <laughs> so... I think that's. I think that would have made it better. That awkward, <laughs> that awkward moment. You almost feel like George Costanza would come in because you know Seinfeld, the episode. Well, have you ever seen Seinfeld? Like a few episodes. It, no, there's like an it. episode about how George is thinking about leaving his fiance because he can get a date with Marissa Tomei, who is the actress who plays Aunt May. Oh. So I almost think like George could have been the one who killed Uncle Ben. <laughs> like you have a scene of Jerry and George in the coffee shop. <laughs> You created Spider-Man? Oh, Jerry, I created Spider-Man! <laughs> it's awful! <laughs> and then Kramer walks in. You know, my friend Bob Sacramento accidentally shot this what, this millionaire couple. And, this guy's a little weird with an obsession with bats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Jerry's everywhere. He's got to get me. Oh, God. Yeah, you created Spider-Man? It is a comedy, <laughs> so they should have just thrown in. Have, now, had that happened, maybe I would have been a little more forgiving. Yeah. The Seinfeld. Uh, Seinfeld crossover. That could have been amazing. But. Yeah. So moving on, because I guess you're all done with your points. Um, Ned. I hated Ned. I thought he was a stupid character that was never funny and was always annoying. And Ned was another one who I thought gave really bad performance, such as like um, when he finds out he's Spider-Man, like, um, is this a Stark internship? Well, Peter says, this is the Stark internship. He's like, oh, like it just felt like, yeah. come on, guy. <laughs> Yeah, the th here, my least favorite thing about uh, Ned, and personally, I j I didn't I didn't come away from it feeling like he was in it like that much that it was like a tr intrusive to the story. It like, felt like it was Spider Man um, and Ned. That those were the two leads. <laughs> oh, yeah, I I didn't come out of it thinking that, but um, I hated the part where he was basically like. He basically, it was in the gym, and he just shouted, yeah. like, uh, that he knows uh, Spider-Man. Because it's supposed to be jokey. It just seemed like, you should stop being friends with him. Because yes. that was really mean, actually. <laughs> Peter, wet this guy's <laughs> mouth. And, um, character is only there for comedic reasons. If they wanted to get Peter friends, why not have it be Harry Osborn, Gwen Stacy, or uh, Mary Jane? And some may say they've already done that, but, as I've said earlier... That's almost like saying you're doing a new Batman movie, but don't have Commissioner Gordon or Alfred. Yeah. Like, uh, it was having Ned, also having Ned know that Peter was Spider-Man was such a horrible decision. 
And part of what makes Peter's relationship with his friends more interesting is that he can't be fully honest with them about being Spider-Man. Yeah. And I also hated how they had... During, like, my favorite part, the last third, they ruined it by having Nebby the guy in the chair. And... Oh, yeah. It, that was um horribly unfunny. And you knew. You knew when the teacher walked in. You knew that's what he was going to say. What he was doing. Um, I was, oh, you, the, I, the porn part? You yes. Mean? I mean, you knew, like, th- how could this movie get any worse? She's going to say that. Tell me you knew, deep down, that's what he was going to say. Um, I mean, I guess it is kind of... Uh... Uh, the most cliche line you could think of. Yeah, I mean, it, I I can see how they'd think it would be funny because you wouldn't expect someone to say that to a teacher and it's like, oh, what he's actually doing is, quote-unquote, worse than that. What Worse than admitting that to a teacher. Um, but yeah. So, I hated the character, and even though he's named Ned, and in the Spider-Man comics there was Ned Leeds, who was a rival for Peter over Betty Brandt, who we saw worked at the school uh, TV station... Did you the they showed her name? Um, I guess who knows if the Daily Bugle even exists um, because these writers don't know anything about Spider Man. But the characters they could've... probably didn't want to even touch um, like the uh, the the God his name J. Just Jonah, Jameson? J. Jonah Jameson. Well, then you um, shouldn't be writing this movie. <laughs> so even though he's called Ned, he's clearly based on Ganky Lee from the Miles Morales Spider Man comics. So I think that's his name. I, Miles is such a new character that his friend hasn't been ever adapted, so I don't know how to say his name. I think that's how you say Genki? I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. So, um, even, like, so he's not a Peter Parker supporting character. He's from Miles Morales. And, um, you know, even in comics where Peter and Genki are in the same issue, they never share a scene together. So... I don't know why they would give um, Peter one Miles as supporting characters. I guess it kind of shows that we probably won't have Miles ever show up. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. the because you know you probably don't want any character development. Peter having to mentor another superhero who's gonna have a new name. They fixed it. Oh, Bendis, I'm gonna miss you, man. <laughs> um. <laughs> But they fixed my one. They, I had two problems. One was they killed off the the ultimate Peter Parker, and then they gave uh, Spider Man. They named him Spider Man, and now Peter and Miles lives in a world with the real Peter Parker, who was alive and mentoring him. And now he's gonna have his own name, which is smart because it'd be weird to call Spider Man Spider Man. Yeah. So, um, God, where did I get off on that? Yeah. So they never share a scene together, even when they're in the same issue. Never. Never have they met. As far as I know, at least in the Bendis run, who was the creator of Miles Morales, they've never met. Yeah. So, I hate the character, and there's only two ways to deal with this character. He's killed off, or he has to leave because of Peter's secret. I want him gone, and it should be, there's, it's something, it should be done in a way to where it affects Peter, where something went wrong, to where now he's afraid of sharing a secret identity. That's what I think. I don't think he should be another one. He needs to be, be killed off or has to leave because of Peter's secret. So, did you say anything about Ned? Uh, 
he. I mean, he, you said that he's not. You don't, you didn't feel he was in it that much. Like he, he. I totally think he is a character that I would like to have less of an of a presence if going further into like the series. I'd say I would be okay with him becoming a much more minor character somehow. Um, but I. I, it's not like I completely despised him, but I, I don't think, as far as the comedy, the, it was almost like he was supposed to be the comic relief, but it was like less funny than the other comedy in the movie. So, so I don't know. But it just, nothing, nothing about it was, there was nothing offensively bad about this movie, period, to me. Like, there was nothing that I'm just like, Stupid. I feel but. Ned and Michelle are the Jar Jar Binks of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> so, um, another character horribly adapted. Because why not? If you're gonna fail, fail on all levels. Flash Thompson was horribly adapted for this movie. And when you decide to have Flash be as smart as Peter, you're doing it wrong. That's not who I mean, the character is. I actually think that it is very interesting to do a different type of bully than the archetype of a bully. Then create a second bully. Like a, like a new character? Like, yeah. You think that it is that essential for yes. the bully character to not be smart? No, I mean Flash Thompson. Like, oh, I mean, yeah, sorry, That's his Flash DNA. That, he, that he's not smart? Yes. Um, part of it almost feels like part of what can mend their friendship is having because eventually they do become friends and i think a way to do that is having peter kind of like maybe helping flash with like his grades um but it feels like that is so essential he's not supposed to be smart he's supposed to be the slacker and um if you want you could have had been a new character if have flash but then if you want a someone who's like a rival to peter for um, being smart, create a new character. Uh, Flash is not smart. That is not his the root and core of his character. Like to me, bully is just kind of like I. Uh, you could make them become friends eventually without it being that he's like without that plot point that he helps with these grades or well, something. Well, that was just like, like I mean, a yeah, little I know, way but, I could think but, of. But, like, I mean, they could be, they could realize that they're more s- similar than they realize and, uh, like, you know, be like, hey, we're both on this But that's not who Flash there, is. <clears throat> and Peter should never be the first choice over Flash. That's always part of the character is that um, here's this jerk who always gets everything and Peter tries to be the nice guy and can't get anything uh maybe what it i mean i guess it would have been interesting maybe more if they like if he was still what if he was still smart but everyone assumed that he was like like they gave him the spot on the team and not peter parker no peter it's parker. still not okay. flash thompson i i was just curious what you would think about nope. that but he's not supposed to be smart <laughs> just like peter's not supposed to be dumb yeah it's who they are um, Robin's not supposed to be older I than think Bruce, I, than Batman. I almost think that, like, currently, there's almost like a, uh, like, there's almost nerds among nerds. Like, in a, like it's almost, like, in a pack of nerds, there could be one, or a pack of smart people, there could be one who, uh, they're, like, 
judging their nerd cred almost like well yeah you're smart but you're not smart like us who are then good create at math, a new but, character yeah. don't ruin another character because you're such horrible writers you can't think of a new name uh yeah i i kind of go both ways on this because on one it's like big deal that they use the same name i don't have the sanctity of characters at my heart that i care about and at the other end it's like you can have a new character using the same name is kind of like that's one thing with 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 Star Wars that it's like they don't have to be related. Like you just say, like, oh god, oh, I'm not gonna say any spoilers. Okay, that wasn't what I was gonna <laughs> okay. say. What I was gonna say was like, my heart skipped a beat. I mean, I've seen I was it. Going but I don't to, know how many. I was going to make up. I was going to make up a thing. Well, like um, like for example, like people were wondering who Snoke was. And it would be like, oh, there are people in the past of Star Wars, like Darth Plagueis the Wise. What if he's that? And it's like, you just say the name. Like, what's special about that? That oh, he's that character. He'd be very okay. old. He'd be but no, like, it's just like decrepit. it's. I feel like sometimes people put that like he's Flash Thompson because when you hear Flash Thompson, you go Spider Man. Like you know, and it's like just throwing a name doesn't make it that character. So I understand that. I never. Want to hear the name Penis Parker again? Once again, pathetic, childish, juvenile humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's you're not even gonna fight me. You're just like, yeah. <laughs> well, no, I think like I, I, I. It's hard to argue against a lot of this to me. Like, I, I get it, but it's like it's supposed to be juvenile. Like, I guess I feel like they knew what they were doing. Like. Well, they, I guess. I mean, they they knew that it was a juvenile joke. Also, if Flash hates Peter so much, why is he inviting him to Liz's party? Um, I don't necessarily. I mean, again, you could say that they should change Just the name of the character, but um, I don't necessarily get the impression that usually everyone's... Flash is the one saying, "Don't invite Peter." Yeah. Yeah. Why are you inviting Peter? Can we also talk about how Peter wanted to use Spider Man as a trick? Um. At the party. At the party. Uh. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe like they're trying to think of like I mean a high schooler would do that, right? But yeah, you I have mean, this responsibility, man. Yeah. I mean, I think maybe they're like this might seem offensive to fans of like Spider Man, but to kind of de-glamorize Spider-Man a bit to, like, that's kind of what it, it seems like it is almost like. He's a teenager who's kind of stupid sometimes. But he's, when you have, you are supposed to, like, not just supposed to impulsively do things, you're supposed to think about things through. Like, if he had done that, you know, it could put at man jeopardy, just all this stuff. Yeah, and he, he has to learn And remember... That. He, I was, I didn't remember this part until I rewatched it yesterday. Another thing to just be like, Ugh! I didn't think about it. Then I was like, okay, little thing. He's proud. He's not. He's like Spider Man's not a party trick. But then he still decides to go do it. And the only thing that stops him is he sees the explosion. Right. Um. Yeah, I think I think like he he's stupid. Like he he was making stupid decisions that could endanger people, but. I don't, I don't see that as a bad thing. I think that that is part of the character growth that maybe took too long 
a, a movie, like a chunk of a movie for him to finally be the grown, grown character. I get but, character arc, but still, it feels like, dude, that is not something... If, if you are that guarded about your secret identity, you're not going to do something that stupid. Uh, well, he, do, he doesn't seem that guarded about his secret Um Yeah, it's, it's, it's a different take. It's a definitely a different take <laughs> on the hero. I don't know what else to say. It's so, like... Peter's relationship with Liz felt completely unearned. And, well, to compare it to the comics... I actually comics, agree with that completely. In the but, comics... But... Did you ever get the volume two of the first ten? No. Oh, okay. You, you sh- I wish I knew that existed they're really when I was good. a child. <laughs> they're really good. Yeah. You can always get them digitally. So, in the comics, after Liz hears that... So, in the comics, what makes... Liz never really was into Peter. Like, he would ask her out and get rejected. But the thing that changes when she hears that Peter donned a fake Spider-Man costume to save Betty Brant from Dr. Octopus, and that makes him, her seem differently because, not to get too much into the storyline, but Peter had, I think he had, he was sick, so he kind of lost his powers. So Doc Ock defeated him and unmasked him. And was just like, well, because he, he didn't really have his powers, so obviously it's not Spider-Man. But, um, they didn't have anything like that in the movie, but they should have given us something that shows why Liz kind of sees Peter in this way, or why she would think about going out with him, and it feels really random that she would just agree to go to the homecoming dance with him. Even at, so, we don't have any really context, all we know is that for a little bit, maybe he was on that decathlon team. Yeah. But he quits the decathlon team, comes back at the last minute, and then doesn't show up for the presentation, yet she still decides to go out with him. And what is the reason? Um, she's just like, I know you like me, so why not? And then just... So, thoughts on no, this I do agree un- that I, unearned relationship. Um, I don't know the history of that character, so I didn't know what was going to happen. I thought it was possible. I didn't know it was going to end with them going to Homecoming, despite it being called Spider-Man. Well, I knew it was going to end. I just didn't know <laughs> that it was going to end with them together going to Homecoming, is what I mean. Um, so, I thought he she could have rejected him, so, but I really did think it was like... Uh, it did seem unearned, or unearned to me. It was like... What? I mean, he he didn't show up the things yeah. he wanted to. <laughs> and but. then, after he abandons her at the dance, and now she's moving away, she's not mad at him. She's just like, well, you're going through some stuff. I hope you figure it out. Like, come on, guys. this That's the most fake thing that's you can think nice of. That's how nice she is. Yeah, She's right. the nicest person. There is, I don't care who you are. If someone stands you up at homecoming, you are not going to be like, I hope I hope it all works out in the end, bud. It's just like, you jerk. I don't... Someday I'll figure out who that Spider-Man is. I, I actually wish it ended like that. I wish you just would have been like, F you. <laughs> but no. <coughs> so, yeah. Also, we talked about how um, I felt like Peter's primary focus was not great power, great responsibility. It was just... Uh, to be an Avenger. So, did you also feel like he ended up quitting being Spider-Man just because Iron Man said he can't be an Avenger now? Um, you mean when he after he took away his, the suit? Yeah, the first time. Uh, so it never gives us, it never shows us that he keeps going. It's I like, think that it was more like 
he genuinely felt like he couldn't do it. Like, he didn't have oh, that self-confidence. Now you've reminded me of something. Why is he just like, I'm nothing without this suit? I mean, you got spider powers. Yeah. Come I on, mean, man. It isn't, is it that bad to not have the, the self-confidence? Is it? You don't need x-ray vision or the drone on your chest. Yeah, but he. I think he felt like he was, like, completely unable to stop the, the height of what was happening without help. From the suit and help from He's the He's been Avengers. doing this for six months without that stupid suit. Six months! I think that this is the biggest thing he probably had to deal with. Except I didn't see Still, Civil War. I, but um, I, I think that he probably saw this as the biggest thing he ever had to deal with. And he couldn't do it without help. And uh, then he realized like he has to do it. He has to figure out a way to do it. And the, it's the right thing to do. Um... But I think the initial reaction was that. And I don't see that as a bad thing. That his initial reaction was that, uh, I can't do this, sort of. Okay. Well, <laughs> for being part of a shared universe, boy, did this movie do a good job of contradicting the other ones. So, the movie says that the first Avengers movie took place eight years ago. However, in Civil War, which, mind you, took place two months before Homecoming, they say that the Avengers have been around for four years. So, okay. I'm just <laughs> saying, uh, someone should have noticed that. <laughs> um, Happy Hogan also talks about how they are building a new shield for Captain America. But Tony and Steve aren't speaking to each other after Civil War. Unless this takes place during Infinity War, but it does—I don't think that's what it's supposed to be. Um, yeah, I don't think it—it—it it, it must not. Um, because I think we see. Well, we see like in the Infinity War trailer, Peter kind of reacting to Thanos coming. So obviously, this doesn't take place when Thanos is here. And yeah. Thanos is what's going to bring the Avengers back together. Yeah. <clears throat> so it didn't... I mean, I think they these even are... even said in this movie, Captain America's a war criminal. So why is Tony making a new shield for Cap? Um, hmm. I think th these are... Uh, these are nit... You're getting into nitpicks. <laughs> I really don't have... I'm just saying... <laughs> but here's, I feel, such a big thing. Remember Pepper Potts? Pepper Potts. P Pepper Potts. At the very end, Pepper Potts. Tony's girl friend. Yeah. She comes I in. I haven't seen her in a while. I just remember. She comes in and is so happy with Tony. Yet in the previous movie, two months ago, they said that um, they weren't going to make it and they're not seeing each other. That is such a big plot point to just skip over. That's true. I mean, again, these I, were just I, like again, uh, I'm chopping. Notice. I'm chopping the end off of my memory. But I think even you agree that's that's a big plot point to skip over. It's bigger than the others. Yes, sure. I mean the first two were kind of jokes. But. Yeah. So, um, unlike every other version of Spider-Man, it felt like everyone in New York just automatically loved Spider-Man. Like, um, the guy, the annoying guy, was just like, "Hey, Spider-Man, do a flip," or um, the fairy guy who cries out, "Yeah, Spider-Man!" Did he show up in our scene? 
I think so. I swear yeah. it was too you're awful de- scenes. You're, you're describing, like, one of my favorite things about the movie. I want everyone to no! love Spider-Man. No, 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 that's not what's supposed to be. <laughs> People are supposed to hate Spider-Man in this movie. Now that he's in the MCU, they have a reason. How cool would it have been if, if um, Spider-Man is blamed because of the actions of the Avengers? Yeah, everyone loves the Avengers. That could have been so interesting. As a, as a plot point within the MCU... I would agree that maybe they should be more consistent with that. I can see that. But if I look at it in a bubble, it's very refreshing to me to see a superhero movie where people don't think that they hear. Like, it's it's a very typical plot point in, in recent movies for the people of the town or whatever to hate. So the, because the DCEU did a bad job, now Marvel has to do a bad job. <laughs> I, I just, it, it feels good as an audience member to me, the audience of me sitting in my room alone when I watch this, to 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 have other people supporting no. the hero. No, that's not Spider-Man. Uh, it can't, I mean, it can be, Sp- it is now. God. <laughs> way, to, <laughs> way to ruin it for you. Way to more. make it worse. Like, <laughs> hey, this is the way it is now. Like, it's not bad dream. Yeah, I can't. I I need to describe to you the moment of waking up the next day after watching Spider-Man: Homecoming. Thing, man, was that real? <laughs> Did I really get cheated out of a Spider-Man movie? But uh, can I can I ask a question that I think will be funny no matter how you answer? What? Uh, what is a uh, larger just disgrace in your heart of hearts to a franchise? <clears throat> Spider-Man Homecoming or The Dark Knight Rises? Oh, easily The Dark Knight Rises? <laughs> I figured that. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Where's some salt? You just poured it on my open wound. <laughs> There's a difference now, though. That Batman is done. It's over. We've had... It's no longer the newest yeah. Batman, but, but still is... Oh, my God. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. But, yeah, it felt like it would have been... <laughs> Oh, the Dark Knight Rises, man. <laughs> yeah. Boy, what a horrible movie that was. <laughs> um, I feel like it'd be interesting if they brought J. Jonah Jameson in the MCU and he blames Spider-Man for stuff that turns out... It'd be cool if he blames Spider-Man for everything that every other superhero does. Like, almost like a conspiracy theory thing, almost. Yeah. (laughs) I'd like that. So, uh, let's see. Oh, like I said earlier, the Washington Monument and fairy scenes, I I couldn't get into because they had Spider-Man figuring out how to use all those stupid Iron Man gadgets. Not being true to Spider-Man. And I will say, for a movie that felt like it only cared about comedy... They didn't use it when it was necessary, like in Spider-Man's dialogue when fighting the Vulture. I rewatched. He's silent. Yeah, yeah. That's when you're supposed to release the comedy of him, like, trying to mess with the villain. Yeah. So, I mean, you want more just, like, one-liner, like, uh, Spider-Man snark? Yeah. That is kind of what I think of as Spider-Man. Normally, I kind of don't like snark battle comments, but I feel like that's very Spider-Man. So, yeah. So, to repeat my stuff, because we're coming to the end of this rant, and then I also uh, have a few questions. 
for the future. Yeah. What's next? Yeah. Uh, so, mm-hmm. to repeat, after what looked like an arc showing that Peter doesn't need the tech suit, he gets it back in the end. Then Aunt May finds out he's Spider-Man, and there's a stupid joke in the end. Um, and the credits roll, and my heart is shattered. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. I think that... So, we're basically talking about future spider future yes Spider-Man. now let we have said our reviews for those of you still listening yeah boy this is a long one <laughs> yeah um so this is this is the wrap-up so yes. we're getting there so um, we're talking about what's next so this is a cinematic universe yeah so we have four movies talk about then we'll have final thoughts uh well i'll just say that i think that they have a lot of they have a lot going that I think that they could, like, even from looking at it from your perspective, I think they have a lot where they could make a good movie following this up. Like, um, if they just do every single hope that we have, basically. I feel like it's probably going to repeat. <clears throat> I mean, th- that's and the, the thing that worries me is that I love Marvel. Yeah. But they're not the best when it comes to sequels, unless that's, that's you're competing true. against a that's DC true. movie, which we're not going to have for a while. Yeah, that's it. So, I mean, I, I think there, there's also a high chance of failure, but, um, uh, yeah, say, say what else you think. All right, so I'll, we'll go through each uh, movie real quick. I, I said I'm excited. This is a quick little shout-out. I'm so excited for Black Panther. I, I what, how, what is it? It's a month away, right? Like... Oh, like so, Can't oh, wait. I should, we live in a world now where it takes, like, usually, like, I'll spend, like, the week before and watch, like, the previous movies. Yeah. I could just watch um, Civil War, which, you know, I love watching Civil War, but if you're going to watch one, why not watch all? Yeah. So, God, preparing a month in advance uh, for Civil War. I mean, for Black Panther. Yeah. So, very excited. Okay, so here's the thing. Our next Spider-Man thing will be Avengers Infinity War. So, I'm hoping that Spider-Man Homecoming was just a horrible mistake and that his next appearance will redeem the character and will be more like what we had in Civil War. However, we see that he has the suit and he is, that he turned down from Tony. I'm assuming that, that um, it, ha- it does have more Iron Man-like stuff. And it does look a lot like the com like the comic the suit they had in the comics from the twenty fifteen relaunch of Amazing Spider Man that was absolutely terrible. <laughs> where they full on turned Peter Parker into a twenty star knockoff where he is a billionaire of Parker Industries. And um everything else about the movie looks great. I'm real excited. Captain America Captain America's my favorite I mean, it, MCU character, so I mean it looks great. It probably isn't written by the people who made the script you don't like. No, it, it, it's, <laughs> it's by the guys but, who did Civil War. Yeah, and I again, it's going to be a Spider-Man in a role probably more similar to like in Civil War because he's you know it's not a Spider-Man movie, but he does have <clears throat> that suit. Um, but it is a different suit than that particular one. So I mean, hopefully they could do something different. I'm hoping that the suit has limited gadgets like i hope it because i'm assuming we'll go into space so i'm hoping it's just for oxygen and stuff like that yeah yeah that's that is also what i hope but um i think i have i actually have 
I have quite a bit of faith that it's going to be more like akin to uh, a civil war since it's written by them. So, so I always forget to ask this. I've been meaning to ask this for a while. Yeah. So you said the Marvel Cinematic Universe is your favorite of the current superhero franchises. Uh, y- yeah. But when you zoom in, which franchise in the MCU is your favorite? So, if you counted Spider-Man into that, would that just be Homecoming? Yeah. Okay. Um, that's it. No, no I do. Not, I am not saying that. I am not saying that. Um, I think you know what mine's probably is. Uh, it's tough because there's some like individual movies I like, but then I don't like. I love Iron Man, but then. There's those other ones. Yeah. And Did you not like Iron Man 3? It was okay. Okay. But 2. Y- uh, yeah, 2. <laughs> Look, here, here's the thing to think about. You heard me talk about Spider-Man Homecoming. I don't think it's the worst MCU movie. That belongs to Iron Man 2. <laughs> but here's the thing. While I t- It's because I care about Spider-Man. You want me to give my Iron Man 2 review, full review? It sucked. All right. There. We don't need to talk about it. That's all I have to say. (laughs) That's why we don't have a Thor Ragnarok one, because it was great. (laughs) The end. It's, uh... It's, yeah, I'm just going based off of consistency and having seen all of them, even though I don't feel that strongly about the answer. But I kind of have to lean Guardians of the Galaxy. But it's just like... It doesn't contain any of the heroes that I find iconic or like. But at the same time, I like both the movies. So it's kind of easy to say that one. I'm now probably going to watch Guardians Volume 2 on Netflix soon. Because of what you <laughs> said. I mean, I could see a high potential of you not liking it, but it's pretty similar. But I could see you also like liking it more than the first one. But um, So did you want to guess what my favorite MCU franchise is? I think I've said it a few times. Uh, Hulk? Or, I mean... Well... Uh, franchise. Oh, so, uh, Captain America. Yes! Have you seen the Captain America ones, or...? Uh, I haven't seen any of... Okay, here's actually a question. This has been keeping me from plunging into them as of recently. Do How must is it to watch them in order? In order? Like, starting with uh, the the first... Soul, what is it called? The, uh, the first Avenger. Yeah, the first Avenger, then Winter Soldier. I then... feel like. Are you thinking just doing Civil War? I kind of just. I kind of want to skip the first one. <laughs> I feel like the two. I feel like connected. The first one is kind of standalone. Oh, okay. Because I kind of just want to watch Winter Soldier and Civil War. Winter Soldier and Civil War, I think, are the two best MCU movies. Okay. I I I think the first one is still really great. Yeah. It's one of the few trilogies where it feels like every movie kept getting better. So I personally feel that way. Oh, I'll get hate too. But why not? I, I feel that way also about the Star Wars trilogy. Uh, the, 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 original. the original trilogy. And also, I guess the Zack Snyder DC trilogy, even though I don't consider it a trilogy because Man of Steel disqualifies it. Oh, oh so you're, you're saying... Wait, what? What are the three you're counting in the the trilogy then, for that? What? 
I for say, the Zack Snyder ones. I feel like I would say it, but because Man of Steel was awful, I can't consider it a trilogy. If the oh, if you just if absolutely one of them, hate one of if them. one of them's terrible, oh, okay. Like I, that's why I can't say like Iron Man is a yeah. great trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Disqualified. Like I like Batman Begins and the Dark Knight more than the Captain America movies, but it's disqualified because of <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. And that's probably why I didn't say Iron Man. Because I, I would say it if it was... <laughs> You're like, if they had stopped after that first one, then we would be fine, but... Yeah. So, all right. Next one is Venom. Yeah. Now, we don't know if Spider-Man is going to be in it. And I'll be honest, if Spider-Man's on it, I don't really care. I, yeah. If I hear Spider-Man's on it, I don't even know if I'm on bother watching This was a Topicon uh, previous comment section. Yeah, so are you looking forward to Venom or... Yeah, I guess I would say I am either way. I don't I don't care whether Spider-Man out. I would prefer him in it, I think. I, I hope but... he's in it. I think it would make more <laughs> sense because we haven't had context between the two of them. Yeah. I'm hoping it will at least be a Batman-type role from Suicide Squad. And just personally... I'd like to see Spider-Man with a different writer and director and maybe as a test without Marvel Studios. Yeah, when is Venom coming out? It comes out like October this year. Okay. They had a, everyone was they announced they were going to have a first image of Venom yesterday and it was just a picture of Tom Hardy. Oh. <laughs> being, being Eddie Brock. Yeah, I so, have no reason to not be excited for that. Personally. I mean, well, I mean, I have no reason. It could be bad, but yeah. I have no reason to not be excited just hearing a Venom movie. And am I curious? Yeah. So I mean, we don't. Do you, you really want to talk about the cartoon movie, the Miles Morales one? I mean, we. It's mostly we, 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 Spider-Man: we Homecoming. More. We can. Although, wrap let it me up. say again, I have nothing to back this up. I still say Peter Parker voice by Tobey Maguire. <laughs> I still say it. I have nothing to back it up. I'm, I'm on board. It's just like a gut feeling of it's going to be Tobey Maguire. Watch. Watch. Watch for it. All right. So next Spider-Man movie will be um, July 5th, 2019. And two things I think need to happen and one I hope will happen. And the thing I hope will happen is I want this next Spider-Man movie to be as solo movie as possible with no other Avengers showing up. That, that's just what I think want yeah. to happen. I doubt it. But yeah. um, yeah. here's what I feel like it ne- needs to happen. You need to make it a Spider-Man movie and get rid of the Iron Man suit and give him just like a regular suit that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield would have had. Um, stop having everyone try to get with Aunt May. Introduce Spider-Man supporting characters like Harry Osborn and the real Mary Jane. Instead of having focus... Instead of having him rely on Avengers tech... Give him the Daily Bugle because not only is it an iconic thing, but it can like show him sharpening his photographic reporter skills, which could make it like him solving crimes more interesting. And um, plus, have it where people don't just automatically love Spider-Man, and it gives a little bit of tension and conflict for our hero. And number two, shift the focus from comedy to a drama with comedy. And that's been from in Spider-Man's DNA from the beginning, and is where the character works best. And 
to do that, you gotta get rid of Ned. Either kill him off or have him move away because of Peter's secret. Something that will affect Peter and get rid of Michelle. And look, Sony wants Spider-Man to be a billion-dollar franchise. And I I think that having it be a drama with comedy is much more rewatchable than a comedy with drama. Because but to get that billion dollars, you need repeat viewings. And I don't think this movie is rewatchable at all when you just focus on the comedy. And, yeah, so anything you want. And then we'll say who we think the next villain will be. Yeah, I, I totally um, want it to be a solo Spider-Man movie first. That's, like, one of the biggest things I want. The biggest thing I want is for there to be a very minimal suit like like it doesn't have to be like no like it could have some tech like i just want it to be as minimal as possible i say no tech preferable no tech <laughs> but i i just i want it i want him to have to i want him it to be minimalized like he has to i want the whole thing that it felt like spider-man homecoming was trying to say to come into fruition <coughs> i want there to again be a villain that is a character villain and not an over-the-top villain. As I said, that's true for any superhero movie going forward. Um, I um, would... Yeah, I just want it to be more grounded. Like, they really are hammering in the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man aspect of it. And... They, it stays like in town, like no vacations to <laughs> to DC. Um, maybe some web swinging. <laughs> that would be nice. But yeah, I, I feel like it. Oh, also, no filler scenes like that. Stupid warehouse scene. Yeah, that was that was one of my less favorite scenes. But um, yeah, I I feel like. Homecoming was not like classic Spider-Man by any means. We just went over how it's not. I didn't necessarily dislike it for that, but now I do want to see that. I want now I want to see the most classic Spider-Man movie you can make. So I guess that's what I do want. Do you think that's possible with with I, what they've set up? I think it is if you have different writers and make different choices yep. and do things that I think actually were set up. And luckily, uh, those two writers who kind of unspider-manned it are are not coming back. Okay, uh, who? What villain do we think? Yes, because they tease or villain that you think or want. They tease Scorpion, right? I mean, or is that just kind of a is that kind of a, like a dumb fake teaser, like with MJ? No, he is Scorpion. I don't know if they kind of set it up for him to be. Okay. Um, it wasn't like the Joker car at the end of Dark Knight where you knew, I mean, end of Batman Begins where you knew what was coming next. The thing is how, maybe just, I, I would have no idea then what it could possibly be in the next one. But if I were to say what I want it to be, um, I, I could see them like, maybe I'm thinking like I could see them redoing one that was a more minor one like maybe like uh, an iteration of sandman or something 
Um, but I would have nothing to go on for an actual prediction if it's not Scorpion. So, I have just a feeling. Or kind of what I would like. Both. Both, both are kind of like, I think these are probably the next possible and what I would like. So, I don't know if they're going to bring back another classic villain, I think. Maybe they will for the third one, and I think probably the the one you're most likely to see from the from the previous two series, I think, would probably be Doctor Octopus. Yeah, that I mean that's he's my favorite Spider-Man villain. So yeah, hopefully, but I think that the two most likely, and the first one is the one I want most is Mysterio. And that, that yeah, that hasn't. It hasn't been in one yet, right? So yeah, so I yeah I was trying I was trying to think who hasn't been done yet. <laughs> so Mysterio is one I think is possible. That's the one I want most. Another one who would be cool to see. I don't think they would do them together because they would contradict each other. But another one I think that could work well and could be cool to see would be Craven the Hunter. I'm not familiar with. Craven. He's like uh <laughs> he's like a hunter who like wants to like hunt the man spider okay so, so the man spider i can see who that who would reference yeah <laughs> uh, so that that's why i think i mean cool i mean there's a cycle by trying to hunt spider-man that sounds he like once cool. and he's like going to the concrete jungle i hope it's that i hope it's that <laughs> I'm at, it could I'm be really that. cool. I'm have to, they should di- they should ditch the drama altogether. The first one was a comedy. This one's a horror. Yes. <laughs> and then the third one's going to be um, an art flick. And yes. It's going to be the worst. And, it, and it's done in French and it's black and white. And um, you you don't understand a thing that's going on. It's almost like Mother. Yeah. You don't know I, what I, is going on. I actually want to see that because I sometimes like stupid pretentious. I have films. heard it is so bad. I mean, I, I've heard that it, it was just partly the reaction was that it was marketed totally yes, wrong. Yes, I heard they marketed it as a horror movie, and people were just like, what is this? This is weird. I, the thing, I, yeah, it was to the wrong audience. Yeah. I, I like really weird, stupid movies like that, so I'm I'm saving my judgment until I finally see it, but that's what, that's what the third one's going to be. <laughs> it's like Mother. All right, so now we'll give our final thoughts on the movie, just how you felt or whatever. I don't know who. We should, maybe we should leave you for last, so you okay. can end on a more positive uh, note. <laughs> and um, I would just say, before I sink, I before I before I stink. What, guys? It's been a long day. We've been going a long while with this show. <laughs> um, before before I say what I think, I'll just say this. I think Spider-Man: Homecoming is the worst Spider-Man movie ever made. It's just for me is. Just beyond a doubt, I think objectively, it's a horrible script, bad acting. Well, from two characters. I mean, most most of you know what? Never mind. The acting is mostly good. Mostly good. I don't. <clears throat> the The script is horrible. That's that's the thing you gotta remember. You know, the actors didn't come up with those lines. Hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> but um, it's a horrible script. It's just. The story is stupid. The jokes are unfunny, and I didn't care. I think it's the second worst MCU movie ever uh, behind Iron Man 2. Would you like to take a guess at what I think the worst Marvel movie ever made is? Uh, Not MCU. I mean, of all time. Uh, the Hulk? Uh, the I know there's a bad one there. Yes. That's it? Yo, 
I try rewatching it. Oh my god, it is <laughs> so what, bad. What year, Hulk? Two thousand three. Oh okay. Oh my god, two minutes of him jumping and the wind blowing on his face. It's so, it's so boring. You don't care. It's and then like there's the scene where he meets his evil dad, who was like. Um, there's like an awkward scene where he works as a, as a janitor at the lab that Bruce Banner works at, and Betty Ross goes, "Hey, where's Benny? Is he not in today?" And goes, "Benny's dead. I'm the new guy." <laughs> <laughs> Should you call the cops? And no. then he fights the poodles, and then like, it's almost like they break it up into like comic book panels. Like you're supposed to one scene yeah. and do do do, and yeah. the poodles. And um, there's a scene where he's supposed to fight his dad, and like his dad goes, "Um, look at what they did to you, to me, to humanity." <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay, if you need a laugh, Nick Nolte in the Hulk is so bad. Uh, uh, we t- we talked about who our like least favorite, um, like basically the superhero we don't care about yeah. once was, and I said the Hulk from for me. And then I was I was recently having like a moment of like remembrance where i was like i think that was the first hulk movie i saw was the terrible one it's so and I was like, bad i should probably just i should probably rewatch some hulk movies oh, i love the incredible hulk movie uh the one with ed norton oh and then the fight scene they don't even fight it's just like frozen images yeah it's it's something else mm. but yes so Final thoughts. Um, okay. To humanity! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Benny was lucky he didn't have to sit through that movie because he was dead, as we learned. All right, so Spider-Man is my favorite Marvel character, and it's heartbreaking to see a character treated so disrespectfully to the point where it has nothing to do with the character I'm a fan of. And I think I can spoil it. Um, you know, I like Star Wars The Last Jedi, and, you know, there are fans voicing their anger about the movie. And you know what? I get it. When it's not just a bad movie, you feel it goes against the character. Look, I'm not a diehard Star Wars fan, but it is such a horrible feeling when you see them do that to a character you care about so much. And you also feel cheated because you're just like, you were expecting to see a movie, and it's like you didn't get one. Yeah. So it's, it's uh, I get it, guys. So... Uh, Marvel Studios said that a lot of creative decisions were made because they didn't want this movie to be like any other Spider-Man movie. And it's great if you want to put your own spin on a character, but you still need to stay true to the root and core of who the character is. An example is look at the Adam West Batman, Michael Keaton, and the first two Christian Bales. They are all clearly different takes from the same, from the character, and very different from each other. But they still have certain core elements that show who the character is. And no matter what, you're going to be compared to the previous versions anyway. So just accept and make the best movie you can instead of just being afraid of being compared. And seeing how badly Marvel Studios did at rebooting a popular film franchise. And this was the one that they did that was already a successful film franchise. Like, yeah, you had the Hulk, but the Hulk franchise was dead. As we discussed... So yeah. this is the first one that they're doing an already popular character, and it does make me dread seeing what they're going to do with the X-Men. So I 
could care less about what they're going to do with the X-Men because I think it's going to be terrible. <laughs> and look, however, the Marvel Cinematic Universe has made so many great movies that I'm willing to give them another chance with Spider-Man and Avengers Infinity War. Even though I don't like what I'm seeing in the trailers, I'm hoping, I'm crossing my fingers, that the movie will undo my fears and redeem the character. This is the most controversial opinion <laughs> you'll hear, guys. However, if not, and we still have the Homecoming sequel as part... We still have the Homecoming sequel as part of the Marvel-Sony deal. And if Marvel Studios continues to have Spider-Man be an Iron Man knockoff and focus on comedy more than anything else, then after that movie, I hope the deal ends and Spider-Man leaves the MCU and they reboot. And... It seemed too good to be true, and I guess it was in a way. Okay. <clears throat> I thought it was even worse than you thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, the ultimate plot twist. Yeah, yeah. We said there's going to be uh, spoilers. The spoilers you thought, that I you actually thought Star hated. Wars Last Jedi had a plot twist. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> no, I actually I went. <clears throat> I am a more casual fan of Marvel. So I don't have this sanctity to the characters. So I was willing to have a different take. And it was a different take. And I found it uh, almost refreshingly different in a way than most other superhero movies. And I went in with tons of expectations of what they were going to do that I wouldn't like. And every single one of them was subverted. And even one of the major plot points... And the most satisfying plot point that the stupid suit uh, isn't what he needs to be a hero. That was like the point, and I that was the biggest subversion of my expectations that made me come out of it liking it, maybe even more than I expected to. And then, even though it, it was a completely different take on what Spider-Man should be. Uh, it's it it's really it would be it's great to me in in context that I hope that they can still do a classic Spider-Man movie. Um, I think I put a little bit too much faith on movies riding on where they're gonna go next <laughs> because I said the same thing about the Force Awakens and I was satisfied. All of my expectations were met. You have finally but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah well now we can finally both get hate for this episode. <laughs> But we'll have to see with Spider-Man Homecoming. Look at that dislike bar. It's growing it's ever just, more. It's going nuts. Oh, man. You thought the Saving Christmas one was bad. Uh, oh, my God. Remember when I cl I would listen to the episode and I said, don't buy it? Someone uploaded the whole movie to YouTube. And I watched 30 seconds of it before stopping because my, my biggest complaint was there is no one looking through the lens of this camera because it's not focusing on anywhere it's supposed oh. to. Like the guy was just carrying it around. Oh. It was so... Like the action was over here and the guy was just walking and it's bumpy. And... What? Uh, they didn't... <laughs> Buy a tripod? No. Um. That would have been nice. A tripod. Um. Okay, so back to Spider-Man: Homecoming. <laughs> I I had I had complaints like the fact that uh, they like kind of stomped on the point that I thought that they were trying to make at the end of the movie, 
and but almost everything I don't like about it, like there's there's tons of things I don't like about it, and you've also brought tons of more things to not like about it, and I agree with tons of them. And my opinion probably has dropped from how much you have said negative about it. I apologize. You are actually ruining this movie for me. No, but... um, I'm sorry, guys. Everything to me is more of a nitpick. And it it, it doesn't change the fact that I overall come out of this as a positive experience. And I think that they have a lot of potential to make something even greater. So... Nowhere to go but up. There's the yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I think that's true because I have faith in people. Okay. And I think that's a way to um to end this episode. Yes. What a fine little journey it's been. And my rating is zero out of ten. I <laughs> lied the whole night. No. Okay. That was our first comment section about a uh, one movie. Yes. We failed talking about just one movie for a lot of it, but yes. all, this is also the longest comment section episode, I think. <laughs> um, Need it, guys. Oh, my goodness. The last okay. That 24%. Um, well, that was our Spider-Man Homecoming episode. That's yes. it, right? Let's wrap this thing up. You know what we always say? And even though we stayed technically Spin a web on the topic it. and around that topic... It was a rabbit hole all around the topic yes. for a long time. Yes. And as always, keep, keep falling, falling down, down that, that rabbit, rabbit hole. hole.